Mr. Waller, I've offered this man a lot of money to do this, okay? Because it's worth it to me. However, I don't care if I end up penniless. I don't care if I have to spend my life savings. I will see to it that you end up in the hospital for one week, Mr. Waller. Do you understand me? <laughs> I need me a Japanese. Central, 720 Central. Mm. All right. And there, folks, welcome to the uh, formerly known as Always Buried Tanners 2023. I am a person, San Dimaggio. Welcome for what will end up being a doozy. Before we get into the rules of the show, let's do some intros here. Uh, we have Tanner. Tanner, introduce yourself to the to the family oh, at home. Hello, everybody. Uh, as the person the awards were named after, new rule this year, I do get to lock in the winner of every category. So after all the debating's over, doesn't matter. I get to lock it in. So... I just have to say thank you, Shuji Ishikawa. Uh, I know you're leaving all Japan, but you really went out on a bang, brother. All right. Next up, Quentin, introduce yourself to the folks at home. The thing is, it's like if you could be in the bag for a good wrestler, I'd, I'd respect it. <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't but, say Shuji. Uh, I didn't, no, I did not say – no, Shuji I, – I did not say Shuji was good in 2023. Okay, 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 I'm just like the, the fact that we're you, that was the first name you said. It, made, it seemed like you were in the bag for oh. uh, well, for 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 a, for a very washed wrestler. So I'm just well, I'm just making I, sure. But yeah, as, that's it. All right. First wrestler people, name. Like the, All right, Tanner now. is washed himself. So next up, Dan, say hello to the folks at home. Hey, folks at home. For the record, I was not late to this, and we're all on Skype, and we're having a good time. Truly, truly, truly. All right. Chris, say howdy. What? Howdy, howdy. I will. Uh, I didn't want to do this. Uh, Tanner uh, found some uh, documents of mine and is using them to blackmail me. Uh, please help. I am trapped. Uh, please, I do not want to do this. No one does. And no one wants to do it. Last and least, Skyler, say hello. Hello. I'm back into wrestling. I refollowed Rovert today. Wow. <laughs> Big Let's moves go. being made. Yeah. Like I've forgiven him. Yeah. I, I forgave him for one time where he said that there are rumors that I was extremely untoward towards people at an Evolve show. Oh, I to JR Gold. In, oh, awesome. In, Hell yeah. And uh, I never got him to tell me what the rumor was or what it was. And uh, he continues to lie to my face about it to this day. But we're going to work it out because I need the scoops. <laughs> he awesome. doesn't got it. I don't even know. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Robert gets scoops anymore since Becky had the kid. But well, Deanna Piazza, she just got signed somewhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we've had multiple people on this show pretty much jam pack wrestling once they were bullied into the show so no no everybody has been bullied into this show since september some of us just chose to start watching wrestling uh after christmas fair enough i, I can 
I want to be fully clear here that this is the least wrestling I've probably watched since I was like 17 years old. How old are you now for reference? About to turn 27. Okay. So, like, (laughs) yeah, this is probably like the least wrestling I've watched in like the last like 10 years. So, I did this all because I got bullied into this podcast. I love to hear it personally. Bullying works. That is proof in the pudding. All right. See, that's what happens when you ask people, hey, do you want to do this year-end podcast? You ask them in June. And they say, yeah, I'll catch up. And then they forget until you make the group chat in November. I don't remember being asked. I just remember being in a group chat. Yeah. I like, here we are. I think I, I just felt good about your your decision-making process. Um, All right. And that you would get here. So let's walk through what this show is. Since we haven't done this in about half a decade. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, this is going to be spread out across two shows. We're going to be giving out awards for the year of 2023 in professional wrestling. We are going to go over the rules for tonight's episode. We'll be going through a list of nominees and collectively deciding on a top three. One winner and two runner-ups. And the categories for this evening are Hoot of the Year, Tag Team of the Year, and Show of the Year. The first category is Hoot of the Year. Now, do we need to explain what a hoot is to anyone here this evening? Yeah, because I feel like some people have a different uh, definition of it. I'm not going to say names. Tanner, what are you what are you trying to say here? Use your uh, words. Uh, listen, well, half Skyler of these may have said some things in the group chat that some of these aren't hoots; they're just good matches. Sam, yeah, I'm trying to make this a professional operation. We were doing this back in however the fuck with Samoa Joe squashing people on NXT. I feel like you still don't understand what this category should be well if tony would book joe correctly instead of giving him a fucking belt and just let him squash griff garrison on aew dark we wouldn't have a problem but you guys done this before where can i go listen to those (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) fucking This so, is off to a great start. It's off to a great start. Who of the year? It is nebulous. There is no concrete definition that we're going to be operating under this other than you say, Whew, that's a hoot. All right. So there we go. That's the definition we're going to work with for tonight's episode and bowling each other to just defining language over the course of potentially the next hour. So, Tanner, I'm going to give it to you to read off our nominees for sure. of the year. Um, I apologize in advance. These names will all be pronounced correctly, um, but got to remember Alabama public, you know, school education. So it is. All right. And should also note, these are lists. I'll say promotion and date, but just know we're going in chronological order. Also, people can add stuff midway through, but cool. Okay. Are y'all ready to hear the nominees for Hoot of the Year? Yes. All right. So we have Matt Tremont versus Madman Pondo, GCW, January 1st. Monster Halloween versus Crazy Zako, XGF, January 4th. 
Sawyer Wreck versus Billy Starks, GCW, January 21st. Great Muda, Sting, Darby Allen versus Naomichi Marafuji, Hakushi, and Akira from Noah, January 22nd. Uh, <laughs> shit, I really screwed myself here. Um, Chu Song Hoon versus Shin Dong Kuk from Physical 100, January 31st. Um, Mito Extremo versus Sadika from Zona 23, February 8th, or 5th, sorry. My glasses aren't clean. Tom Lawler versus Homicide from New Japan, February 18th. Suwama and the Saito Brothers versus Kosei Fujita, Ryohei Oyo, and Yuta Nakashima from All Japan, February 19th. Haiji Ishimori and Gato versus Nosawa Rungai and Masada from the good one from Noah, February 21st. Kijimudo versus Masahiro Chono from Noah, February 21st. Uh, Virus versus Blue Panther from CMLL. Uh, scrolled uh february 24th cyrus versus june saito from all japan april 8th john moxley and claudio cascanoli versus michael nakazawa and brandon cutler from aew april 12th satoshi kojima versus cyrus from all japan may 4th kazusada higuchi oh, shit higuchi <laughs> versus yusuke okada from ddt may 6th Green Phantom versus Cyclope versus Mito Extremo from GCW June 3rd. Jeff Jarrett and Sodom Singh versus The Boys from AEW June 3rd. Athena versus Kira Hogan from ROH June 17th. CM Punk versus Satoshi Kojima from AEW slash New Japan June 25th. Tank versus Dr. Redacted from ICW No Holds Bar June 30th. Oh, shit. Uh... Come on, Tanner. You got it. I got it. Hey, Les Adolfi versus Amos Dean versus Jack Sans Nom versus Mojito versus Scar versus Raphael Belmont. Country of origin? France? Is this France? Is this the French promotion? All right, keep going. From RIXE, July 15th. Hitamaru Suzaki and Kota Yumida versus Minoru Suzuki and Takaku Fuke from uh, Kyushi Pro, August 7th. Yuki Ishikawa versus Matt Black from Battle Arts Pro, September 2nd. Ichiban versus Jay Malachi from DPW, September 17th. Virus versus TJP from CMLL, September 22nd. Joshua Bishop versus Cruel, ICW No Holds Barred, October 13th. John Moxley versus Great O'Conn, New Japan from November 4th. Matthew Palmer versus Paul Walter Hauser from Revolver, November 16th. Cruel versus Isaiah Broner from ICW No Holds Barred, November 17th. Cyrus, oh, Jesus Christ. Cyrus and Ryan Davidson versus Ryuku Honda and Yuma Anzai from All Japan, November 26th. And Savio Vega versus Pedro Portillo III from IWA Puerto Rico, December 6th. All right, there we go. Thank you, Tanner. Hey, I think I did a great job. So we're out of practice. We used to do this every year. And honestly, I don't know the best way that we want to tackle this. Do we just want to start going around table, saying matches we want to kill off? Do we want to shout out some of our faves? 
What yeah. one? Start start cutting before we shout out. Yeah, we got we have thirty one here. We got to get rid of a lot of these. All right, so. we gotta get this down to three. Reminder. All right, so Simon Vega versus Pedro Patillo. That seems like something we keep. And I know that you just said, "Hey, just like get rid of shit." But I want to just start that, there. That match. I, I, that I, right would like, I would like. I would like to keep that match. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. I, I think all of us are in agreement with. Or at most of us, at least. All right. So, fuck Monster Halloween versus Crazy Zako. No, that. What? That was like. That's an awful first cut. Okay. Hey, Sawyer Wreck versus Three Starks. Get rid of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I, I will say I saw that live. Maybe the best Billy Starks match of the year. But yeah, you can cut. Congrats. It. Not saying much. Anyway. Uh and. Sam, are you gonna like strike through? I'm trying. I don't know the hotkeys for striking through, Tanner. Okay. Okay. One one thing about the crazy Zako match, real quick, is that my definition of hoot, which is the definition of hoot, is a match that breaks the conventional logic and structure of a wrestling match, and is good. So, yo, Monster Halloween versus Crazy Zako ending with someone getting. Uh, hung from a tree that's cool and very different and savio vega throwing a fireball on top of like a, a steel orb is also cool and different and interesting some of these are just like death matches that's not a hoot like that's you we we can't have that i mean so, the savio vega match is a death match but yeah go off well okay well, but, it's, but, but it's but it's but it's but it's like a deathmatch style thing in a yeah. fucking steel yeah. sphere like it's also it's shot like, differently like the camera's in the sphere like you get those crazy camera angles of like from above in the sphere like it's it feels different than a regular match which is what i'm really so, looking for in this category so so some of these i do kind of like look at these are just more like being good in the typical sense which goes into like the whole philosophical thing of what a hoot is but i look at say higuchi versus yusuke okada like, I really enjoy this match. I love both Higuchi and Okada. But I feel like I lean towards that just being, like, a very good match more than to, like, the hoot side of things for that. Yeah, I would I would agree with... If this category was best match under 10 minutes, Higuchi-Okada makes it a lot further. But, I no, I agree. I, the hoot, not so much. It's a hoot in the sense that Higuchi, like, hard ways okada like at the very end and like wins by ko via headbutt like that's cool but yeah i, I say we can cut it all right cm punk versus kojima that's yeah we can take match. that off. i don't even know why that was nominated yeah that's just a regular like good match there's nothing like hoot about it it's just like a good cm punk satoshi kojima match yeah best best cm punk singles match of the year that was well, a bad opinion, but that's all right. It's okay. I, I don't know why we're doing this. <laughs> Let's just move on. Uh, can we just get rid of the uh, physical 100 match? That doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. okay. Also, it's a shoot. Also, it's a shoot. Oh, oh by the way. So, wait, wait. So here's the thing is that I had no, I had no clue that this was a fucking Netflix show, right? Yeah. So I went to go, like, look on Cage Match, physical 100. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, what is this thing? Like, I have no clue what the fuck this is. Like, so I'm like, is there like a Chinese like shoot fighting fed out there that like I just like has like completely like skip me by? No, nope. so, South Korean then, shoot fighting fed. 
and, 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 and then I just and then I went on YouTube and saw the Netflix thing and I got like really pissed off that this Netflix thing was on this document. How many times have people open up this doc and get really mad at Tanner? Oh, uh, every, every day. day, every day. <laughs> uh, but is Lawler Lawl homicides the same thing as Kojima and Punk to me? Just a really like a, a fun match, but nothing special. Ooh. Like no hoot worthy. Mm, I don't know. There were some hoot things in it. Yeah, I think it can be. Cut. Um, I don't know if everyone's gonna agree here, but one of the ones for me that would be in my personal top three is I really love Moxley and Claudio versus Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler. Uh, but I'm not sure everyone else feels about that one. I, I nominated that match. I when I watched it, which was probably the last Dynamite I watched live last year. Uh, I thought it was, or I, shit, I don't even remember if it was on Dynamite. It might have been on rampage or something but whatever uh i thought it was phenomenal it goes like two and a half minutes and they just like legitimately beat the fuck out of nakazawa and cutler like it is phenomenal the best use of those two guys ever yeah they, they like beat the shit out of them claudio and mox like they should be the fucking tag team champions coming 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 out of it and like two guys that like brandon cutler has gotten to do some stuff whether it was like dark or whatever but nakazawa has been mostly not utilized in an in-ring capacity at all yeah. so for that to get like two and a half like three minutes of tv time and for it to be as good as it was and everything about it i i loved it that'd be in my top three but if it, if it had to go then that's whatever i don't i don't think it gets cut yet uh i definitely think there are worse matches on here that need to be cut first if anything all right so where do we land on lawler versus homicide are we keeping it for now I like that match a lot, but I don't think it hang. All right. I love it. Uh, yo, what's uh, Madman Pondo up to? Uh, well, he's the current Big Japan Deathmatch champion. Bro. All right. All right. I won't touch it, though. Yeah. I won't touch it. I'm just asking questions I, here, now guys. Let's, it's first on the list, so I think we should talk about it. Okay. I think it's like a fun match, but... I don't think it hangs with the better stuff on this list. Uh, Matt I, is stuck in a trash can. Are you fucking for real? It's, I it's adore. I like really love the, this match. Uh, it is. I don't know if I'm ready to get rid of it yet. Okay. I know this is more of like the standard death match, uh, but it's also got late career Pondo, who is not just like a standard death match wrestler because everything he does is funny. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. I agree. There's some stupid shit in that match. All right. I think that's the first match we ever talked about on Muscle Orchestra. I, it okay. was. Yeah. Classic Looney Tunes wrestling. Oh. So, can we like, cut if... all the All Japan? How are we feeling about that yeah. decision? Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. Please. I don't know why you're talking about TJ Hawk's old blog, but no, I don't think we should cut all of it yet. <laughs> did, you, did you watch the Champion Carnival, Sam? I did not. Gonna not, not lie to your face, Tanner. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a shame um i will say out of all the i'll just go ahead as the all japan aficionado here uh i would say every mm, i don't know everything with cyrus this year was just like genuinely fucking fun probably the best foreigner all japan has bought in since vader um what Tanner, just do you just say stuff what's going on here yeah, just, just, what? we're just throwing I'm, stuff I'm out sorry, here what just happened Name, name a better foreigner that All Japan has bought in in the since Vader that is as good as Cyrus. Cyrus isn't even better than Umaga. What's happening here? Same Adonis. 
Skylar, you shut the fuck up. Let as me tell you about Gianni Valletta. Cyrus is better in all Japan than Umaga was. And I love Umaga. I, I love, you know, I love the, yeah, but no, 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 no. Uh, uh. The Dylan James disrespect is so real right now. <laughs> um, the late Dylan but James. Cyrus, Cyrus Junsaito definitely. Dylan James really died. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember. Did he die? Uh, we have a lot of articles to see. I'm, I'm Googling it right now. <laughs> is, this, is, 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 is this a Dylan James memorial podcast? <laughs> okay. His Wikipedia. Wait, did he die? No, no. no. <laughs> I thought, uh, that would have been bad if you did, it, I think. So it, it's really feasible, though. Is the problem <laughs> exactly? Um, but no, James Ray Dean definitely better than Cyrus as a foreigner. Um, Absolutely not. You are in all right. insane. Are you for real? Okay, cut the all Japan. Like all, all, all like yeah. that, that, that. That can go. Keep Cyrus versus June Saito. No. <laughs> no. Jesus! Wow. Okay, I didn't realize we didn't like fun here. Okay. Um. So I really like uh, Hitamaru Sasaki and Umeda versus uh, Minoru Suzuki and Ta- um, Takaku Fuke. I think that's more on the line. I thought it was, I thought it was fun. I thought it was cool, but nothing about it took it to like that next, like that, like the level I want a hoot to be at. So I, I I enjoyed it, and it's one of, like, the better matches of that style that I saw this year, but it didn't get into, like, quite who territory for me. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. I also feel the same about Yuki Ishikawa versus Matt Black. Um, I nominated that, and I have, I'm crossing it off. I just want everyone to watch it. So, real quick. Yeah, it's a fun match. That's a really yeah, fun match. Awesome. I really enjoyed it. All right, so the Suzuki-Fuke match, that's a cross-off, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, I nominated that one anytime you get an energetic Suzuki as kind of the person invading the territory plus just an old broken down shooty guy. I'm going to dig it. Um, and then Ishikawa... Also, Umeda only wrestles like three times a year now. Um, and then Ishikawa versus Matt Black. We're crossing Ooh, off. Sucks. Yeah, people can watch it though. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Um, it's a hoot because so... of Ishik- Ishikawa, but that's kind of it. And you don't get anymore so um so 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 cruel sucks oh and, uh, no actually he rules yeah yeah see, see, here's, see here's the thing is i really would like to be into this and i don't know i've just never been into logan creed and i get like the whole like mil mortes style like i'm gonna like wear a mask and like that should like cover up some of the flaws and like make me a more tolerable wrestler and i feel like it's better than like the typical logan creed stuff i don't know why but i'm still logan not creed super i'm still not super into it amazing and his match with bishop is awesome yeah also i i just noticed the cruel adam priest match didn't make it uh i don't know if anybody wants to vouch for it but that match also like very heavy who we said no adding after you read the list yeah I, unfortunately I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying there's a steak knife in that match yeah that match sam was- talked about it so much i was sure he nominated yeah it. i was positive i did it already because i kept talking about it in the well same you can add it and cross it off it doesn't, it doesn't sound like it yeah it doesn't sound like it's gonna make it but watch that match priest is the best wrestler on the indies by large margins in the u.s at the very least um okay oh sorry i missed a all japan match my apologies my apologies my apologies uh right uh, how are we feeling about the virus matches I love. I think a, those are just good. 
Yeah, I yeah. love a good Virus Lightning match, and those are exactly what they are. Everyone should watch a Virus Lightning match when it happens. But yeah, I'm, I think I'm fine getting rid of those. To me, I, I, something I about oh, Hoots is like a novelty, and we don't get enough Virus Lightning matches. And anything time you get him and Blue Panther, it's a little treat, and I'll accept those. And I feel like that elevates beyond like oh it's just a good match it feels like oh this is this is special still regardless um yeah, that's where i stand on virus blue Panther. it is, it is like, a little treat it is a little treat it's like the little treat and that's what makes it hootie of it just being like a little treat of a match like getting a blue panther singles match in 2023 and also like just with the added bonus of like oh this is actually fucking rock i think i like i i'm okay with cutting virus tjp because I also just think I think that is your Virus, you know, like singles match is like, oh, that's just that's just Virus, that's great. I think the Blue Panther match is more towards Hootie, but not even for Virus, just more so Blue Panther singles in twenty twenty three and it rocking. Yeah, I enjoyed both a lot. I think Virus shows a lot a bit more ass in the TJP match, which I just found very endearing for him. because um, you also don't always get kind of that positioning. Um, but okay, I think, are we getting rid of the Blue Panther match, I'm assuming? Uh, yeah, if nobody I'm else, not, I'm not going to bat for it to be in the top three, but if no if no one else is strongly... See, I, I think it's like my five or my six, it's right up there, but I don't think it quite makes it, so I'm not going to fight too hard. Uh, this Jeff Jarrett match happened at a house show, right? Yeah, yeah, I was there I did. I found a fan oh, cam for Oh, you it. did find fan Fine. cam? Yeah, it's fine. Um, I, I, Tanner, I know that it was you because I saw it. Yeah, well, I was, I was also there live, so let's, let's. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's fun, but cut it. I'm just gonna do some casual slander too. I know the boys in real life. I don't like them. They're not good guys. Heck yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> there we go. Damn. Uh, another another and edition Brent. of this of this uh, award show gonna have to be taken off lot. <laughs> Sorry, if, if, this, you suck. if this version of the show has to go offline because somebody mentioned the boys, what are we? Right, add them to the tally. We've crossed Rover. We've crossed the boys. Who's uh, next? We crossed one of the ugly ducklings. Did we? What? Well, what I about? Did. Uh, I did. Like seven years ago. All right. What about Tank versus Doctor Redacted? Well, uh, why is that? I was there live. Okay, of course, that's an immediate cross-off. Okay, on, so Dr. just Redacted, every match yeah, that's yeah, yeah, live yeah. is added Dr. to this Redacted, list. Listen, Dr. Redacted jumped off the top of the TWE building, which if you don't know, the TWE arena is just a fucking strip mall. And Dr. Redacted jumped off the top of the fucking building on top of the, like, he bled buckets. I mean, it was like an insane amount of blood. I'm fine with cutting it, but it is definitely... Hootie, just because how many fucking top of building dives did you see this year? Real fast, I'm trying to list every match I saw live, and it's gonna take me a minute. Um, Tanner, did you see Cruel versus Isaiah Broner live? I did not. No, okay. I had tickets for that show, but I had okay. to cancel last week. Just make sure. Yeah, match is just a bishop match, I think. But oh, good. That's a good one. That's at least a good one. Yeah. Get um, rid of the Broner one. Yeah, get rid of the runner one on a principle um, because of this, oh, the state it took place in. Um, I, I'm sense. sorry to cross Paul Walter Hauser, but I mean, that's like a fun celebrity match, but it is just a celebrity match. Like, we've seen that match before. Yeah, I would actually say the better celebrity 
who do your celebrity match this year with Snoop Dogg versus The Miz? That's true. I forgot about that match. But it's too late. That should have been on here. What, what was the match? Yeah. How, and, uh, pay money Dog for like a doll I could squeeze to get to say the things that Tanner says. Just random shit. <laughs> um. All right. That's what I'm here for. We're starting to really get down down to it now. It, would, it does feel like. Somebody, somebody talk about this Mito Extremo versus Sadika match from Zona 23. I watched it. I think this is just great. I don't know if this is a hoot. Like, I think this is just a, a great death match in the junkyard. Yeah, the junkyard, the junkyard always adds like some elements of hoot, but like yeah. Zona 23, like that's, it's like, it's not as special. Like, like it's been going on for years we kind of know about it so like when a great match happens like this it, it kind of loses a bit of the novelty it's a really good match i didn't nominate it but uh like i i really like the match but i don't know if it hangs that's why i nominated the uh the french zone of 23 because it felt like it kind of recaptures some of the oh i've never seen this before or Zona 23, I know what the junkyard is, you know? Who doesn't, you know? Yeah, I mean, that Zona match also takes place, like, it's more in the ring than even a lot of other Zona matches. I mean, true. great, it's great, but I, I think it can be cut. All right, you cross it, leave it to Beaver. All right, tell me about, got a couple of Mudo These matches know on here. Yeah, these yeah these no these Noah matches I've just like skated through here. Yeah, let's let's talk about them. Let's do the business. Well, one of them should win the category, but uh, all right, all right. So Mudo Sting, um, Darby Allen versus Marufuji Akushi Akira. Tell me about it. Talk to me about it. I didn't watch it, so I'm just gonna go by your thoughts. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's f fucking Sting and Muda, fucking Shinzaki, Hakushi, fucking bleeds hard way. He gets hard by, like, his own cane. It fucking rocks. Uh, Muda teases the moonsault, even though he retired it seven, eight, nine years ago or whatever. Um, even though I think he did it a couple of times during his Noah run. Uh, Sting in Japan was really cool to see. And everybody just kind of plays their part. Like, it's a gimmick match. Like, you have... Like, even Marafuji, I think, was in his, like, demon form that he started randomly doing when Mudo joined Noah. Um, so it's just, like, a gimmick-heavy match, but also you get the added bonus of, like, again, Hakushi, like, bleeds hard way, and he bleeds a lot. Uh, and, like, T-shirt sting, like, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would probably say, I, mean, I nominated it. It's probably more, to me, more of a great match than a hoot, because it is a little too long for it to be a hoot. What, what are we talking here? It's like, God, 18, 19 minutes probably. All right, that's good enough for me. All right. <laughs> what about this what tag? Uh, that tag ahead. is three minutes. It's Nosawa's retirement match. Uh, it ends in a low blow roll-up. That's funny. Maybe the maybe the funniest match. Okay. It is. I want to see the Mudo Love, love Nosawa. Yeah, Mudo Chono uh, doesn't get cut yet. Sorry. I, I the thing with Mudo Chono is that, like, would we just give that its props during show of the year? Maybe because it really is like, it's like a story. You know, it's sort of like a finale to the show in some ways. And yeah, wrestling ended at, with that match. <laughs> <laughs> 
But does that in itself not make it a hoop? No, it doesn't. Like, it was unexpected. Muto has his retirement match, gets on the mic and says, Chono, get your fucking ass in here. And then they go 90 seconds. I, I'll... It's it's a it's a fun it's a fun thing, and I'm not mad at it being nominated for Hoot, but I am with Skyler here that I probably would rather give that as props when we get to Show of the Year. I didn't know we could nominate single matches for Show of the Year, but that's fine if it's if nobody else is going to defend it. Uh, did we did we decide on the Masawa match? It's a funny, so we're gonna keep it, right? Yeah, it's it's funny. Okay. It can get cut. Cool. We talked about Moxie match. Okay, we're gonna start, start rolling down here. Phantom Sick Play made our extreme. I'm a big fan of this match. I, I think it's a lot of fun. But what's the general vibes here? Well, that show is going to win show of the year. So go ahead and <laughs> cut that. What's um, a really good show? I don't know if that's like the match I would pick as a hoot from the first round, though. Well, sorry. Creed Phantom in <laughs> itself is a walking hoot. Sure. I mean, I'll agree with that. Um, Just so jacked for how long he's been doing this it's very funny every time i see him that alone incredible like what if madman pondo walks in looking fucking jacked to the gills and not like how Madman pondo looks like god bless him god bless him but i yeah i don't know if this is gonna end up hanging in the long run Do you want yeah to- i mean i love it I love Green Phantom, but if we wanted to cut it, I I agree. All right, feels yeah, like we're I, starting I'm to get. I'm not mad at, at cutting that. Feels like we're starting to get some clarity here. Athena versus Kira Hogan. I like this one a lot, and it's like probably my favorite of the um short Athena uh title matches that we got in ROH this year. Where like I feel like it's just like. A really, really shining example of just how good individually, like Athena has been in all these, uh, just beating the shit out of people, <laughs> beating the shit out of people matches. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably I could I could see a case of it being more like towards like the really good performance and maybe towards like good match end than um than say like hoot. But like I love I love this. I think it's really fun and it's like the best Athena performance of the year for like for me though. Yeah, that's this is a like really great street fight. I like like a few people and I like uh just kind of checked this out on a whim. Uh I think because Rofert <laughs> recommended it actually and was like hyping it up and we were like shit. He, he was he was spitting with this one like it's uh there's some really funny spots. It's a really fun street fight. Uh, I'm not going to cry if it's off the list. I think based um, on everything everyone's saying, we do keep it because also it feels like the Athena matches was a genre of who for last year to some extent. Felt I, like. I would yeah, agree with I, that, especially her first six months of the year. Like, I feel like almost every match she had on TV could qualify as a hoot because Skylar mentioned earlier talking about the Samoa Joe NXT squash. That's what Athena did, especially yeah. the first half of the year. Like, so I feel like yeah, we so probably like, have 10 or 12 different Athena matches here. Yeah, so, it, I, so I think is, that's probably like the thing is like, it would feel, I don't know if we're speaking prematurely. It would kind of feel weird, like based off like the kind of work that Athena did in twenty twenty three, if she 
didn't have something that like was on the who list. And the yeah, fact that this is like the one that made it, and that this is like you know the one that's like made it this far out of like all the ones that like we could have picked from, I think says a lot. I, yeah. I completely agree with that. I don't think it gets cut yet. So we keep moving. The Reeks match from July. No way that's pronounced Rex, but go off. Reeks? Um, I, I would think it was Re, if anything. It's fucking French. Okay, well, what do you fucking know, Tanner? <laughs> I said R-I-X-E earlier. Honestly, Tanner, what, it could be, it, what? honestly, it could be Rice. Oh, man. You know what's funny? What? Do you know what it translates to? What? Brawl. Rest. Brawl. Oh, yeah. That's Fuck good. Yeah, keep it. That's keep good. It. That's, I think yeah, just for that, that. it's, it's balded. Balded. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, I'm not going to lie. This, this is staying. Yeah. And, you know, Brawl translates back to re in French. All right. Sorry. Um, Everyone listening at home, you're going to hear the pronunciation from Google. Riggs. All right. That wasn't how I expected to go. Um, Everyone on the show, feel free to listen in your own time. All right. <laughs> Fucking for real? <laughs> Ichiban versus Jay Malachi. Um, from, what is it, Deathlock? Deadlock? Tanner, you're the nerd. What is Deadlock. It? There we go. I did I didn't nominate this. Um, I nominated it from DPW from September 17th. I'm going to feel like no one else is going to like this match as much as I, me. Or I, just, think I think it's just really good. I, I, I really it loved it, and I love Jay Malachi, but yeah, um, yeah I wouldn't well, I definitely didn't think that was Malachi. I don't know what – Tanner, is that you say you, you didn't think that's actually pronounced Malachi? Yeah, he I, said Malachi. I missed that. I don't know how I missed that. I didn't want to interrupt him while he was running down the matches, but in my head I'm like, wow, like we've really reached the quota for whiteness already, and <laughs> we're like I, 20 brother, minutes Brother, that's in. why I'm here. You, you got one. You got one download, Sam. I'm just, I'm gonna download just to listen to that. Um. All right. Cool beans. Yeah. I think this is one of the best young flyer dumbass matches of the year. Um. And I yeah, eat that shit up. And that is a, a genre of hoop for me that I don't think we're gonna capture. Uh Bishop. Versus... We already talked about. Yeah. Bishop Cruel. I mean, I it does not get cut yet, but. I don't think. I think, again, talk just uh, – Quentin was talking about somebody named Logan Creed earlier. I don't even know who the fuck that is. I know who Cruel is. And Cruel, just to – A, to work a stupid gimmick this well on the American indie scene in 2023, A, I think should get him points. Joshua Bishop being juiced to the fucking gills, I think also should uh, be a point in the hoot column. And I think with the stuff we already cut from Cruel, this should be like, I feel the same way about Cruel that I kind of feel about Athena, except Cruel was doing it in like death matches and like really sketchy buildings. I think it should stay for now. That's, that, that's, that's a pretty, that's a pretty fair case. All right. We'll keep it. Moxley versus Great Ocon. Uh, I nominated this. I think it is a awesome match. I could hear the case that it's not a hoot because it's just the length and kind of it's just like a great match, but it feels like there are so many moments that I would be like, oh, this belongs in a hoot of the year match. Now, when you link them all together, does it make something that's maybe a little too 
too grand, too like aspirational for something that I think is a hoot typically, probably. But uh, I'd definitely be interested in what other folks think. It's definitely a hoot. I, yeah. I think especially yeah. just like the the way that it flows through the like initial brawl into the like false count anywhere like step, like totally a hoot, totally a great match. Um, and also like these matches always sound out in New Japan because like you know sort of this more straight laced promotion in many years so then when there's like this crazy brawl that doesn't make any fucking sense it always feels different um which i i think is totally hoop material yeah i, I it totally goes against the grain of what 2020's new japan even is and i think that alone should get it to pass through but also it's like arguably the best guy in new japan and okan and then moxley who has just been on this like world beater all-timer run the last couple of years i mean like yeah it's, it fucking rocked i think it definitely makes it into the next well round. if we keep that should we get rid of the other moxie match or we're just going to keep two moxie matches on here i i think because I, I, they're two totally i, I don't I mean, think we should cut one of them just because uh, it's two moxley matches if we because get they're there, two totally different matches we get there um, okay, but I don't think we. Do oh, oh it's like the the pass through. I would say let both of them pass through. Um, okay, so and we are dead. Savio Vega versus Pedro Portillo. Yeah. Sam, you want to reorganize this real quick? Yeah, man, that's what I was about to do. Get it so together. Can, uh, go through the top. See what we got cooking left. Sam, that Noah tag match was cut. Not perfect. Don't need to talk about it. I love when that happens. Um, wow, who did the year going? I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's going for. I, I'm just saying, I, not as much hatred yet as I expected. All right. Okay. When I, when I look at that list, Tremont Pondo. Well, Sam, say say what we got left. All right. Oh. Let me do one bit of order. I'll just say it in the correct order. Uh, Matt Tremont versus Madman Pondo from GCW. January 1st, Monster Halloween versus Crazy. Zacko from XGF from January. Athena versus Kira Hogan from Ring of Honor from June. Moxley and Castanoli versus Nakazawa and Cutler from April, damn, I didn't say it in the right order. Um, the uh, rates match from July, the Joshua Bishop versus Cruel match from ICW, Noel's Bard in October, Moxley versus Great Ocon uh, from November, Savio Vega versus Pedro Portillo, the third from IWA Puerto Rico from December 6, 2023. Those are our finalists. We got to get this down to three. Yeah, I definitely think Tremont Pondo. That is the sore thumb sticking out here to me. Yeah, it's the best match here. As the best, uh, biggest two. Uh, now I it made it this far, and I I I do like I said adore that match. I'm okay with it just making it as like a semifinalist. Um, in this case, uh. I, I kind of feel the same way at this point about Joshua Bishop versus Cruel, even. Uh, 
Hold on, Sam, do you not know how dates work? Do you think June comes before April? Brother, you gotta wait here. Just keep going. I've already you made- You have it in the right order! You don't know what I'm doing. Just keep talking. Just keep talking. <laughs> don't be an asshole. <laughs> I, um, if we're, if, we're going, if we're going through the nominees right now, out of the Moxley matches that made it through, I do prefer the tag. And um, if we're going, like, uh, I guess, like, what we think a hoot should have, like, a certain brand of uh, uniqueness and novelty to it, I do think that, like, while, like, a typical squash match isn't the most unique concept in wrestling, obviously, I think for the fact that, like, when you bring in Cutler and Nakazawa, and Nakazawa specifically, who's basically been relegated to being a non-wrestler in AEW since its, uh, since its inception, and Brandon Cutler, who's really only been on dark and hasn't had many dynamite appearances in the ring that it takes it from being like a regular like oh like Cla claudio and mox beat the shit out of these two people who are close to the uh unit they're feuding with and it turns it into something a little bit more uh memorable than that especially like i think the performances that we do get from like so like nakazawa here i think is like really stand out so between the two Moxley matches that we have right now, I'd still prefer the tag from AEW. I would agree. I think I think Moxley Ocon is a better match. Like if we're talking rating the match, I think Moxley Ocon probably gets more stars than the tag match. But the fact that this tag match happened, like Quentin said, like Nakazawa I probably hasn't had five matches in AEW on television, if I had to guess. Uh, and Brandon Cutler, who is Brandon Cutler, for them to have this match with them, I think also brings it... It's just something you don't expect. This match could have been two moves. And, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, that's how I saw that going. But, like... There's some gnarly blood. I mean, and again, Moxley and Claudio just legitimately just beat the shit out of them. I mean, it's awesome. It's like a yeah, like 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 this like this could have just been Mox hitting the Death Rider and Claudio hitting the uppercut or some shit or putting someone in a sharpshooter and that would have been it. Yeah. But they give you actually something to like sink your teeth into for how long the match goes. And honestly, like AEW is gonna be something that we talk in like great detail about a little bit a little, a little bit later. But it. This is genuinely one of the most memorable things I think AEW put on TV, like, like in general, the whole year. Yeah, I, I would say it's one of the more memorable matches they've had on Dynamite or whatever fucking television program it was ever, like, in their whole run as a company. It's just so against what they are as a company. Like, yeah, I, I completely agree. I, so I would, I would move towards Moxley Ocon getting cut before that tag match. The fact that this was a good match that N Michael Nakazawa was in, I think, do does really. Yeah, like it's like, a good match to, to have. That it was special. <laughs> it's, it's it's Brandon Cutler and Michael Nakazawa that are in a good match. Yeah, it's it's I, a lot I, happening here. I would I would say it's a gr I mean more than I think it's a legitimately great match, and probably they're the two best performances they will ever put in in their career ever, um, past or present or future. So that that's where like I way there. way more fun than like the standard Blackpool Combat Club match. Yes. 
Yeah, there's an edge to the Black Bull Combat Club in this match that they, it doesn't feel like they have all the time. And I'm not sure what it was, you know, obviously there's a big angle after this too. So maybe that's why there's a little more juice, but I wish that they brought that to like every match they had. Yeah. I, it I would it think really can't be understated how, like they really beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Like, like it can't be understated how much Moxley and Claudio beat the shit out of them. Like, you could convince me some of this match is a shoot. Because, like, Claudio at one point, like, swings the shit. I, I think it's Cutler, like, into the barricade. Like, harder than he's ever whipped anybody into the barricade. Yeah, this is, like, a m way more vicious side of, like, Claudio that we, like, he, in any heel run, we usually don't even see. So. All right. So, All right. right now, yeah, I think we've, we're not making a lot of progress. I'm going to be honest with you folks. No, we're saying we're cutting Moxley O'Conn. Honest, honest, and honestly, from the way that we all just talked about um, that tag, I don't want to make any assumptions, but it seemed like that even has like some top three support, to be honest. So I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I guess we can go through some more, but Moxley and Ocon seems like that's gone. All right, I don't oh, like man, it, but like a... I respect it. I mean, Sam, do you want to make a case? For Moxley Ocon over the tag match. Oh, no. did you watch the tag? Match? I didn't watch the tag match, and so I will just respect the think. decisions of Nakazawa and Cutler. Couldn't find the time. Yeah, yeah, couldn't find the time for a hundred and forty second match. Well, you're not putting timestamps on these folks. How am I supposed to know if I'm gonna get? How long did you think that match would? Do you see who's fucking in it, brother? There are matches here that I thought were gonna be five minutes. The next thing I know, I'm in a twenty minute hole. I think you're all Sam legitimately that like this, this match might be on YouTube. Like this match is show is so short it feeds into an angle directly that it might just be on AEW's YouTube channel. Yeah, Sam, you could watch it right now while we're still doing this category. We'll wait. No, I'm good. So I'm not waiting. No. <laughs> he had his chance. He failed at his job. Yeah. No, yeah. here's what Multi happened. Multitasking will is totally it. encouraged because I'm I'm reading um Blade number seven just came out today on readcomiconline.li, the best comic piracy website, official advertiser of this podcast. Um, and you can you can, can you put that can you put you can, can you put that in the yeah. Discord chat in the Discord I'll, yeah, chat? Yeah, put it in the chat. We can we can all read together. Yeah, we can <laughs> put it in the my, podcast uh, description. My yeah, put it in the podcast description. Yeah, I also want to read the new Ultimate Spider-Man. So if you have a link for that too. That's... Oh yeah, it's it's on that site. Go ahead and okay. use that site. Don't ever pay for comics. Uh, you know, they don't deserve the money. Dude, I don't even pay for the fucking wrestling I watch. You think I want to pay for comics? Well, I think objectively, comic book artists deserve your money more than any wrestler that's ever lived. Um, here we go. What are we? What are we cutting next? I'm feeling cruel. Bishop for yeah. Cruel. I'm feeling what. I I really love Bishop versus Cruel. Like that's a really like that that's like a classic icw no holds barred match for me but i think of what we have left it is the weak link yeah my only yeah. issue is like i think bishop is like a walking hoop machine and yeah. he's had exactly. so many that like if you told me hey this cracks in the top three i'd be like sure i understand but also at some point like he is his own worst enemy in the hoop category. Sometimes he's competing against himself. All yeah, right. Like I don't know how many people here watch that AIW hardcore tournament, but like 
I nominated it for the category that doesn't exist. Sure, but the, like he, his whole like his opening round match in that is also like uh, who J- Joshua Bishop, like same is just a walking hoop machine. I love Josh Josh Bishop. I'm very pro Josh Bishop guy right here. Um, Big JB fan. Yeah. All right. So down, down Monster Halloween five, is Tracy Zaka. I'm just Ooh. not feeling the vibes coming off this guy. Did you watch it? Yep. Yeah, I don't believe you. Good soundtrack. Yeah, the, that's about the it. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, type beat. Hold on. Friday Thirteenth Part Two. Can I, just can I say something about Monster Halloween Crazy Zako that may get it off this list? Yeah, I I think it was filmed in. 20- oh yeah, it was. You know it was because it's one four. That makes so oh. much sense. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Damn it, Tanner, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Tanner, what the. Tanner, Tanner what the fuck, Been on this show before. You should. This whole thing is a fucking joke. I don't Listen, spend hours on. of my life working on this, getting prepared, only for you to pull this fucking bushly crap. I mean, I don't know. They could have filmed it the new year. I don't know. I'm just saying it's possible it could have been because it was XGF poster shit on YouTube. It was probably taped in 2022. Is all I'm saying. We don't know for sure. Okay. There's no way to. Okay, look. All right. So, if that's done, we're down to we're down we're down to four. We haven't talked about Savio versus a uh, Portillo Tesero yet, and all right, I guess because we just it was like one of those things that just was a lot to make it through. Are we sure that it should be a top three lock compared to like what we have left here? I think so. Yeah. I think. Any match that has a large metal construction that plays into the match for a sustainable period of time, you know, that just it gets in here. Like, it's hard to not include in the top three. Um, yeah, with okay. Fireballs, with Savio Vega. Oh. Uh, yeah, WWE Superstar Savio Vega. WWE Superstar Savio Vega. That would, like, that, I came in as my number one with a bullet and I still feel that way. Here, here's my okay. question. Am I mistaken that IWA Puerto Rico also ran another one of these matches last year? And just, this is the one that got hyped or is this just another one that I know Savio, cause this is like the third match of this match type and Savio Vega, I believe has been in all of them. Was there another one earlier in the year, and this is just the one that got the hype? See, I didn't think it was this year, but I could be wrong. In terms of Savio Vega, the only other one I see on Cage Match that he's been in was in 2019. Okay, so, okay. I I was just wondering, because I know, because I, honestly, I didn't know a promotion from Puerto Rico was still uploading shit to YouTube. He was also in one in 2009. So that's one, two, three. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's okay. Well, and also, I was not saying that Monster Halloween Crazy Zako should be cut because we legitimately do not know if it was filmed in 2022 or 2023. I just looked it up. It was in 2022. 2022. God damn it. Damn. Fuck. Well, I'm me. also a liar, though. Oh, <laughs> I trust okay. you. I trust you. <laughs> For the sake of getting us down to, we got four. One of them's got to go. Okay. Can I say? Can I, I say really. I really don't want to cut Athena and Kiara Hogan. 
I really, I really don't. Um, I think that's the one they go. But I, I do, I do really understand the case for the, uh, for the, for the, uh, for the, for the French uh, death mask tag. Does somebody want to talk about the French death mask? Because we pretty much just said it's French Zona Twenty Three, but no one's actually have talked about the match itself. Can I talk about one part from the match? Yeah, go for it. Does it have um, a car? Where, yeah, where yeah. the guy drives the car and, of course, drives it very... He's driving at, Mio you know, maybe seven miles per hour. So <laughs> the car attack is easily dodged. And whoever drives the car, I forget who who dodges it. I guess Scar does, maybe? Yeah. Um, but Scar, like, rolls out of the way and then climbs on the car's hood and does, like, the suck it. And then, like, the French commentator's like, ooh, so cute! Like, they're doing, like, the... They're like, okay. oh, my, this is so crazy. And that was just... It really made me smile. Uh, I, I think this has to be bolded. I think this has to be top three. Scar is the best part of that match. And if you're going to look for any more, like, he has some fun stuff. Like, he faces that Jack Sons nom in a singles match, and that's really fun, too. Yeah, Scar got on my radar in, like, the last quarter of the year because uh, CFO on Twitter, shout out. Yeah, uh, who lives in I believe is French, uh, like really put me onto a bunch of the Scar stuff. So there's probably a whole sleuth of French indie stuff that's French indie deathmatch stuff that's gonna like come to light in 2024 that I'm really excited about. So but I, I feel like this. Can I quickly make one I note? Have the same, go for it. That just it is Le Sudor foe who dodges the car. That's all. Because oh, okay. he does win the match. Okay. Pretty sure it's Fuba go off. Um, <laughs> uh, I will say I had the same feeling watching this match as me watching my first Zona Twenty Three match in the junkyard. Exactly. In which I'm I'm legitimately hooting and hollering watching it. Now I will say this is their first show like that. The rest of their shows are just normal wrestling shows, from what I've watched. Interesting. I kind of like that. Because I forever ago saw someone on Twitter talking about it, and they have, like, a tag tourney from, like, two years ago that I suggested for talking tourneys at some point. Yeah. They also booked Osprey this year and Meltzer oh, yeah. and everything. So. And that match was horrible. Well, I think that – I think, hey, if there's indie companies out there that's like, you know what? We need to run a show in a fucking junkyard. I respect it. And especially if that's against what they are as a company, I definitely think that – that to me makes it more of a hoot than Athena Hogan, even though I really love that match. I like the idea of lockdown with the Zona Twenty Three junkyard. All right, we're keeping All right. it. Yeah, yeah, I th- yeah. I, th- I think it's, it's it sounds like Athena versus Kira Hogan gets cut here. I yeah, I could real honestly go either way. As much as we like praised the tag match too, and I, like, I'm in the majority, but is... I would prefer keeping Athena match. As like a representation of like her year and her style of squash. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I guess, so I guess if we're, it sounds like it sounds like the the Vega match and the and the uh, the French match seem like they should be making the top making making the top three. So I yeah, guess we should be and, talking and bold those Sam for locks for yeah. the top three. And it sounds like we're really just debating between which Tony versus match. Um makes it through both both like very good hoots in their like distinct ways my i'm going to make an argument real quick 
the only reason I would lean towards cutting Athena Hogan over the tag match is a I think Athena had a great year. I think we were going to be talking about Athena a lot on tomorrow on tomorrow's show. I, I think she had probably fifteen matches that could have been here. And I, I realize this is the one that we all kind of congregated, pretty much agreed was like the most hootie. But I, I, like this could be Athena versus like Marina Schaffer or whatever, or Athena versus Billy Starks or something else. And like, I, I think the majority of us would probably still feel close to the same with this or the Blackpool Combat Club and the Nakazawa Cutler match totally different than anything any of those guys did all year yeah there's like nothing really comparable to it as opposed to like this just being like the best of the like athena of like various like wild beat the shit out of people like uh varying degrees of squash matches and that would be my thing here so like as much as i think athena like this is like if there was like a like hootiest wrestler of the year, then like I feel like Athena should win that in a landslide. Yeah, Athena. But like yeah, but I'm not sure that like I can just go all the way with the match itself here over the AEW tag. Now, real quick, before we cut it, does anyone associated with this podcast in the past have anything problematic? Which we should cut the only women's match. Good, just get one. Rid- no, I mean, I, th- I like them both pretty similar. I don't really have, like, a dog in the fight. So it sounds like, if I'm getting this correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, Athena versus Hogan is, in fact, the match on the chopping block. I think so. Do we want to bring back Mudo Chono before we no. lock it? No. All right. Yes. <laughs> We've locked our three matches in. I'm going to unbolt these because that seems unnecessary. Okay. Well, we got to order them now, right? Well, yeah, I got one winner. I don't know. Do we want to... Do we want to order well, them? I mean, we, we've we always ordered one, two, three. Okay. God damn it. Well, it seems like the tag should be three because it almost got cut. I, I that's, that. that's fair. All right. Yeah, I would I would put both of these matches above the tag. Yeah, Let's I just would. put Savio Vega number one. I feel like yep. that's the one that everybody... Yeah, that, I'm fine with that. We could put... It was, it was in the fucking metal metal sphere yeah yeah that's yeah, like, 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 like the on, carnival man. the carnival motorcycle sphere that like, yeah, like that on, never man. loses the novelty that is always because especially like they don't run that match type super often three, uh, three it, times it, in 15 years yeah it feels like a special thing uh it's just a crazy atmosphere that you can like you don't get even with other like crazy deathmatch gimmicks, I also Savio Vega is almost sixty. In, in Wait, for, what do you mean for, almost like, sixty? You're telling me this man's in his fifties. He's fifty, in, uh, I believe. In, in, Port- in Portillo Tercero, like he is just fucking bleeding buckets. Yeah, let, <laughs> in, in we, we've talked too. a lot about Savio, but Portillo too. Portillo like, is really, really good in this. He's very yeah. good in this. Like it's it's not it's nice always to see Savio can. Is capable of having a match this fun and this good, but for Tio, I think really carries it in terms of like one the blade job and two in terms of like really engaging with the crowd and keeping them and keeping them engaged, especially when they're in the sphere and you see him uh, hyping the crowd up and everything. Like this is a really good performance from him. And the yeah, crowd's absolutely. not big as like Puerto Rico heydays, but they're still enthusiastic. 
and it's just it's so fun. Yeah, there's it's still a super hot crowd. I do also just love like you gotta walk over to the sphere. You gotta wrestle in the ring, and then oh, we're gonna go over there. Let's get into it. Uh and more over under five low blows in the match. Like they're just hitting each other low constantly. Nuts on nuts on nuts. And that's that's my kind of party. All right, there we go. And that's who of the year kind of locked up here. Do we have anything we want to yeah. say about any of these before we kind of run it down? It seems like we're pretty locked in. I, yeah, I I think this is a great. This may maybe my favorite three two one who of the year we've like ever on this show. Like I feel like we're all pretty much in agreement that like these are definitively like it doesn't feel like anybody had to make a concession really like it feels like everybody's like yeah that that could be three yeah that's definitely two and Vega Pedro may be like the hootiest of hoots yeah we're starting to get at least taking stuff off here I think even when we were going from like six to three we were cutting stuff we all that a lot of us liked but it didn't feel as painful knowing there's stuff that was going to meet us at the the finale here that uh, we all loved. So, here we go. Hood of the Year, number three, John Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli versus Michael Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler from AUW, April 12th. Number two, uh, the Reeks six-man, one, two, three, four, five, six, great. Uh, six-man from July 15th, 2023. And number one with a bullet, Sabia Vega versus Pedro Portillo the third from IWA Puerto Rico from December 6, 2023. That wraps it up. Who of the year? Done and done. We're moving on. Before we do so, does anyone need a quick break? I think Chris is breaking. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. What's the effect of Zen? I don't know what the effect of uh, nicotine is. You know? Nicotine. It's just nicotine. I honestly, shoot reason I started doing them is as an appetite suppressant, so I would stop snacking so much. Um, yeah, Zen is like uh, Ozempic plus Blue Chew. It has both of those side well, effects. Well, come definitely on, doesn't get me, it definitely doesn't get me hard, but yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't put that in the. Holy, this is gonna be the first thing that, on violent people. We, do can not we do an ad read for Zen? This <laughs> And we've been doing ad read for Zen. This entire I always pop a Zen before I go on read comic online. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Only- I got legends on my iPad. I have read comic whatever on my Fire tablet. I don't have a Fire tablet, and I got a Zen in my mouth. Oh my God! These expire on September 11th. Never forget. <laughs> 
Okay. Here we go. Dan, are you here? Not intended to be consumed. I'm here. Following me? All right. What? The hell? All right. Seems like everyone's here. So let's get into I, it. Uh, do it. What the fuck? I didn't have snack, but it's hard. I don't know what was just what was said. It? It's yeah, okay. I was going to do a zen so I wouldn't have to snack right now, but I didn't want to get hard. So I'm here. Snacked up. I'm good. Is that, is that for real? Do, do people get hard doing zen? Can we, like... Tag <laughs> team of the like year. Hard? Is that what I'm asking? <laughs> tag team of the year. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about tag team of the year. The list of nominees are Violence is Forever, Astronauts, Work Horsemen, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, Sido Brothers, Darby and Sting, Catch-22, Los Machusos, MCMG, Miracle Generation, Porquiza Extrema, uh, and someone has put AEW and Dropping the Ball, Rimshot. I wonder who that is. I wonder who that is. I do, I do think that's a top three contender. <laughs> there we go, Clinton. There we go. All right. So we're going to start. There's, there's not a long list of folks here. Luckily, this is going to be no, a it. tighter conversation. No, um, I'm not sure about that, but yeah. I don't know why it would be. So can we get rid of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens? Sami Zayn? Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. All right. Someone write that down. We got to send it to some people. You know what? Maybe Hold they on. have to be balded if we just get up with Sami Zen. I think go. he's going to stay Zen a little bit Kevin Owens. Yeah, I, 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 I think Sami Zen makes it through. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Honestly, he's going to be pretty hard right now. Sami <laughs> <laughs> just popping in that upper decky. Cool mint Sami Zen. Nah, Sami Zen would definitely be uh, like a mocha guy. All right. That's... Buffer passed out. <laughs> we get rid of the Saito brothers. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god. What? Taylor, how did you not see us coming? <laughs> I don't think they should be the first cut. They're second. They're yeah. Tanner, <laughs> I don't even know who Catch Twenty Two is in Saito Brothers are my first cut. Catch twenty two is TJP yeah, that's the that's CJP and Francesco, and Francesco Akira. All right, that might actually um, be my first cut. Now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, they get okay. Okay, for brothers. Let's on. Let's oh, on. they had okay. a great year. They okay. had a great year. Right. Let's say they had I, a good Wrestle Kingdom match. TJP and Francesco Akira, like they've, I did not expect much from that team when they put those guys together, but I find myself like pretty much enjoying whatever they've uh, been given since they've been since, since they've been a team. So if we cut them, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not. I'm not, not going to fight hard for anything New Japan related here. But uh, Cash Twenty Two has been like a legit good team. All right. Well, yeah, I I, I, no, I, I nominated I them. I'm not. Some of the other names on this list, I'm not mad if they like pass Catch Twenty Two up. But they like. I think as far as like Gaijin. Uh, junior tag teams go catch 22 is one of the most fun new japan has had since like yeah they vader. Yeah, they've been they've been the best one in a long yeah time. since vader <laughs> since vader <laughs> yeah 
Can I just say something about the side over? I'm fine with them. Can I just say something? You don't got it. I'm just going to say it. Best foreign tag team since Miracle Violence Connection. All right. That's it. That's fine. The problem with Bullet Club War Dogs is already better than them. So, oh, you know, how do we not nominate them? Maloney and Maloney and yeah, Maloney and Clark are actually like solid, but I probably still like like Catherine is better. I was talking about Gabe Knight and Alex. Oh, okay, okay. Just talking about Spolsky. I'm okay. Twenty-two. I would have went hard for Best of Super Juniors. Harder than I would have expected, best of Super Juniors, if there was still a tournament category. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that is a great tournament. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, Can we don't have a place to talk about tournaments in the show. Yeah, probably, probably best tournament in Japan this year. You brought a tournament guy on it. You can't, I can't stop it, Sam. Oh, my God. We can talk about promotion of the year tomorrow. Ugh. All right. Catch my two. I think we just get rid of them for now. Um, I don't want to steer too, too many folks here so i'm gonna let someone else say someone to cut how many times did darby and sting team last year so i was more about to, more than i was about to propose the unfortunate cut of darby and sting mm-hmm. uh yeah who are always a fun tag team i kind of put them on early in the doc's history because i was just expecting more i think one of the damning things about like Darby and Sting's year is they did have one nomination for like Hoot of the Year, but like the two years before that, every match they were having was a hoot. Yeah. And that kind of like Darby had a great year as a singles wrestler, Sting always fun to see him, but it it just wasn't a year on the level of their last two together. Uh, yeah, I would agree. They also only had, th- I mean, for talking tag team, they only had three matches where it was just them in the team. The, 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 the thing in like prior years for Darby and Sting is that even if we got a, lim- a limited amount of time, that the tags and uh, six man tags or whatever that we would get would be like so high level that if the case of a case was made for them, that like I wouldn't really have a, have a strong argument against it this year to like what chris is saying i just feel like it was still fun there's still juice there's still juice there i enjoyed seeing them i enjoy seeing them together but it's just it's not to the quite the same level that we've seen for the last few years yep I, although i will say coffin tag match fucking rock yeah that's a great match probably like the probably the best match from wembley the uh, second best match from wembley all right if you say so i'll take your word for it but God, how much wrestling did you watch this year, brother? All of it. Uh, all right, who's up next? Now, is the argument for Miracle Generation just like volume? Yeah, pretty much. I can't, that, uh, yeah, I mean, they probably wrestled. They probably the third most prominent team in America last year. I don't think they get some top three in this category, and I don't. I don't know if they had anything anything stand out not against violence is forever or the work horsemen who i think are two better teams that was about to be the argument i was going to make like they're they're a really fun indie tag team 
but they're like especially comparing directly to like violence is forever who's just kind of been the dominant tag team in the indies for the past few years i don't think they're they're like starting to get there but they're not quite at the level yeah my argument for including them was that like i did not think violence is forever had a particularly strong year even if i would say like hey apples and apples are probably a better tag team but year to year i actually think like volume overtook the good that vo- that violence is forever pumped out um how, how much dpw did you watch this year last year like generally curious well, i i try to do a smattering of like their stuff there at the very least just because i know they did most of their like yeah. that, that's, there. that's where like their case was made i think yeah, and I didn't think anything there like knocked my socks off besides the steel cage match. But I think so. What's the best Miracle Generation match from twenty twenty three that doesn't involve another nominee? Let's let's reference the notes here. That that might be a, a tricky one. Uh, I'm gonna go with Tanner's move here and say the match I was there live for was the best match. Um, okay. For 2023, and it was their match against Cheech and Colin Delaney from Syracuse. Oh, so yeah, that's awesome. That match was a, was a real hoop. Um, Wasn't they, nominated, so I can't believe that. Yeah, I'm not sure you can even watch it. So that's what also said it, so that oh. I can make sure that there was no way anyone could say, "Well, hmm, I don't know about that." Um, but yeah. That's I, I totally understand if they gotta go. Um, but I think they just had a lot of fun stuff throughout the year, which is more than I can say for a number of tag teams. I think it's a good thing that there is another promising, very young tag team on the American indie scene. But yeah, I just I don't think this year Oh, and also just to note that Kyle and King is so wildly better than Dustin Waller that um that guy is gonna th- just go through the roof once he goes singles. All right. Who's up next? Uh, I tried to bring up Motor City Machine Guns, but has anyone watched watched enough Impact to really make a firm statement on if they're one of the best tag teams in the world? <laughs> it's like I will say, so I they had a match with Gresham and Speedball towards the beginning of year last year. That was great. I think, again, in DPW, they had a great match with Violence is Forever. They had a great match with Work Horseman. And that's kind of, because a lot of the year they weirdly spin as singles, especially in Impact. I mean, they were at Shelley's the TNA world champ, and then Chris Saban was like the X Division champ for most of the year, I think. So, like, they they didn't tag enough. I just wanted to give them a shout because it's really cool, I think, that Motor City Machine Guns are still tagging and still doing really good work. God, however long they've been tagging, 15 years or whatever. I've asked closer to 20, I guess. Um, but, yeah, they can, they can totally get cut. Man, this motor city machine guns versus eric young and josh alexander match that goes 20 minutes in scotland seems like hell all right impossible to ever find out how good that match is unfortunately 
right, we're we're narrowing things down here. Who we got left, Sam? Tanner, we're not I, we're not there yet. We've only crossed we not even crossed off half our list here. At least a little least to do that. Can we, uh, can, we, can we talk? Can we talk about um, uh, Los Machisos and uh, uh, Parakiza Extrema? I just want to hear the cases for both of those. Um, both very like both great uh, lucha teams. I think the only argument I would make against Parakiza Extrema is that they are more a stable than a tag team yeah because it like it's usually pig destroyer and uh a revolving door of other pigs whether it's two or three or four of them um mm. but like they're just they're just a like really fun like lucha lucha deathmatch team like whenever you see see them you're like i mean not every match is going to be a banger but like you know you're going to get some like good brawling uh like i just i always have a soft spot for uh like fat luchadors with uh like a bit of a silly gimmick like they kind of hit the hit the same uh like part of my brain that like low strippers big used to do yeah, or like Los Tortu uh, Tortugas Ninjas. Oh, yeah. Um, Los, uh, Los Matizos, uh, Ciclope, and Miedo Extremo. Uh, similar in that they do work a lot of death matches, but they they also have like strong, like a strong base as just like good, like good luchadores. Uh, Mido Extremo in particular always kind of stick stands out to me as a guy who's like really good on the mat when he has to be or when he wants to and like GCW books them tons and like they're they're great as singles wrestlers but they're also just a really consistent uh, tag team whether it's a spot fest or it's a death match or just a straight ma wrestling match they like always stick out as a strong team for me yeah i will say they had a really really good like bloodless street fight you can't call it a death match at the gcw show in huntsville against nick wayne and jordan oliver two guys that i don't particularly care for and also i know you're like oh tanner you saw that live but i also watched it back on tape and i think it holds up just as much on tape and i think those guys can get something entertaining out of any two wrestlers you pair together i would i would agree i would uh, I'd, be, I'd be comfortable keep keep uh, keeping them through this round for sure yeah uh like chris said for quizza extrema uh i want to say did the shield not ever win this award did we ever nominate the shield, or did we miss the boat on the shield? Did we start this after? Like, I'm, like, not sure the I'm, I'm not sure the shield. I'm not sure the shield existed when this. Probably, when this was happening. Yeah, I guess the first one would have been 2014. I guess I would have been towards the end of their initial run. Like they, they were probably nominated, but probably didn't win because they didn't team that whole year. Um, I, I this is going to sound stupid. 
but they are the lucha deathmatch version of the shield for me where like at any time i see an upload with the pigs i'm gonna watch it and it's always good but i understand them getting cut since it's technically not it's pig destroyer and pig family so like i mean you have pig pool you have pig decapitator you i mean there's like six of them so i if they got cut for that reason i'm not gonna like cry my eyes out but i will say consistently the most fun multi-man matches probably anywhere in the world last year yeah i think for something like this i probably want to uh stick to like a regular you know like like a regularly occurring uh two-man team or even if we did like kind of trios like if, like if like you know uh back when they existed and weren't bad people like if we like had like ngd or whatever as like the tag team of the year or something even if they were a trio that would be like okay cool like that's like a regularly occurring thing like i'm cool with that because it feels like so interchangeable yeah. with them that's I why i'm that. probably not like there with that yeah, I, so I'm, I'm totally fine with the pigs getting cut. But I do want the pigs to get their due because, like, even though, la like, it seems like every now and again, one of their matches will, like, kind of make the rounds in our bubble. They never really get, like, the praise that they really deserve as just being, like, some of the most consistently entertaining wrestlers on the planet. If you say so. Boom. All right. So we're already down to five. All right. Six. Do we want it? One, two, three, four, five, six. six. Okay. So how about we eliminate? Counting AEW and dropping and dropping the ball. Do we want the Man, joke I one in here? I think it makes the first rounds a cut. So I'm gonna say yes because they were so dominant. Uh, this year. Yeah. Talk about consistency. Yeah. I mean, definitely like high, high ceiling, high floor. Like they, they were all over the place. And just I will never, I'll, I'll never forget that. Like coming into twenty twenty three, I felt like the absolute lock for like the end goal direction for the company was MJF was going to get the title at some point. That was like we, 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 are, we all saw that coming. But I just thought, of course, naturally, like this is going to lead to like MJF and Hangman. Like naturally, this is like where that this should this should be going. Like the top heel, like you know, like the best like regular baby face. You know, the kind of like stay like stays consistently on that side on the roster. Like, and no, that's just not 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 like not even a whiff of that. And it might not be like the most egregious thing that they whip the ball on at all. I mean, like there's so many things. But I was just like, that should be like an absolute no-brainer. At some point, MJ and Hangman happens, and oh, just we never get there. And then they had the chance to do it again with MJF and Swerve, and like we get one backstage promo two weeks before MJF drops the belt. And that and that's not even. I mean, I I fucking hate MJF. I don't think he's a good wrestler at all. But that's not even like the mo. Like I, I mean, all the punk stuff. The, you know, the, I mean, everything. Like, the Bucks, like, their whole shtick all year of pretty much being, hey, we got rid of the bad guy. And then they just fucking stink up the whole place. This is probably more talk for promotion year. You can cut it. I don't give a fuck. Hiring, 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 hiring Ric Flair in general after, yeah, like, hiring the main Ric thing Flair. 
like like like, like, like the main the main the, the main thing being as to why they didn't go through with Ric Flair the first time is the timing of the dark side of the ring thing and the plane ride from hell. And like, hey, let's just come back like a year and a half or however long <laughs> later. And now we're going to bring Ric Flair in as if like. <laughs> hey, but, but don't doing? worry. His shitty energy drink is paying for his contract. We're not even paying him. Shut the fuck up. Not even paying him my ass. All right, is uh, that seems like it's gone. Yeah, you uh, that. <laughs> right, we, right we it, talked a lot about AEW. It's either gone are, we, are we ready to get rid of Sami Zayn now? Yes. I, I think they had two. Very funny. I think they had two great matches. If you say so. It was cool. It was cool to see them get to have their uh, tag team uh, moment. Yeah, and the fact such a such a it, it was it was fun to see them get like to get to like, get to have their like moment as a tag team in the Fed like that was like that was cool but otherwise yeah like I think that they're a safe cut yeah I would I would agree with that um and then there were four wow wow who knew we could do all this cutting I'm proud of each and every mm -hmm. one of you. Uh, okay. So our um, final four we have for those at home, we have Violence is Forever, Astronauts, Workhorsemen, and Los uh, Masizos. I I might like uh, Cyclope and Miedo Extremo uh, this year more than Violence is Forever. Like, not, maybe not like by that much of a margin but i think that like compared to like what we have left i feel like astronauts i came in that was my number one with a, with, a, with a bullet i didn't think that like there's really any question on where they on, the, on where they would land and i feel like the rest of it was just kind of like the order which we might go on these last three teams and i do really like workhorsemen and what they did uh this year I did. I, I've I've enjoyed all the uh, work that I saw from them. Just like a little bit more uh, on the variety on the, on the variety side. Uh, Anthony Henry continues to be really good everywhere, anywhere you plug him into, and I really love his control segments and the fact that they can switch and do some more uh, face and, uh, face and peril, typical babyface stuff if they do get the opportunity to. Um, but I I feel like I might have enjoyed more. Uh, uh, Los Machisos, uh, Machisos versus, uh, well, in, in general, enjoyed them more than Bonsus Forever. Just a tad. I'm not sure, though. I think here, I'm going to compare Violences Forever to Workhorsemen real quick because I think with they've been the two mo like most dominant tag teams on in America to me since like whenever Anthony Henry got released. Um, Comparing their two cases, because I think they do have two very similar cases, as the majority of it, it are on the American, you know, indie scene. I do think Workhorseman may get an edge over Violences Forever, just because Workhorseman was allowed to work more TV style matches, as they are on ROH pretty regularly. Uh, even had a few Dynamites. I think they worked Collision uh, a couple of times, maybe a Dynamite or two. So I think they they showed they had the range to work like that five to seven minute TV style match, and I think that adds to their case 
more than violence is forever was given just because violence i mean violence is forever you know they're booked on the show they're going 15 20 25 um and i just don't think comparing the for my personal taste i i just think workhorsemen maybe just have a little bit more there all right i think like we might get rid of violence is forever good year um but yeah i think i think we kind of already talked about work horsemen kind of edged them out all right then we're kind of left with three here how are we feeling astronauts or course we want to talk about astronauts because we have not talked about them yet but i mean i I mean, so like the thing with astronauts is like obviously we know what we get at this point with how amazing uh, Takuya and, and and Abe both are. But I think for me, like if you're like going beyond like uh, how consistently good they are in big in big in big Japan and like the most reliable act in that com- in that company by a mile by now, it's you can do some stuff like their like their uh, crazy lovers matches and. Like that is why I feel like they are so firmly the best tag team in the world because you can get whatever like random strong division pairing. Like if you're gonna have them face fucking a uh, Yuya Aoki in Daisuke Sakimoto or so, or so or some random shit like that, and you know that it's gonna be good, and you're gonna like go out of the way to check it out, or they're facing like Nakanu like Nakanue and Kamatani or whatever like random pairing of wrestlers that you wanted to come up with in in Big Japan. Nine times out of ten, they're super watchable, and like it only the uh, an astronauts match is only so bad. Like they might be like two of the five most reliable wrestlers in the world right now, and I feel like something like the crazy lovers tags really highlight what takes them from but from just being like really good strong division guys to being clearly like two of the best wrestlers in the world by like any margin in which you put it. They have the volume, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I came in here with them as as like the as a number one lock, which is the boring answer, but I feel like it's really warranted. Yeah, it's definitely like the safe answer for this year. But like, again, I think we're going to be talking about Abe and Nomura a lot more tomorrow. But like, for two great singles wrestlers to also just be like not only a good tag team, but, like, a truly great tag team, and it seems like they are greater than the sum of their parts. Like, I, I, I think Astronauts is an absolute lot for number one. Okay. And their parts are pretty damn good. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. And their parts are, they're two of the best wrestlers in the world, but, like, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I think there is a large power gap in between Astronauts and any other tag team in the world today. I've been silent because it's kind of boring, but like they're obviously number one. And then if you include their singles match, which some people do, some people don't, I don't know how you're going to feel about that for tag team of the year, but it's even further ahead. I mean, I wouldn't since it's not a tag team match, but it's a tag (laughs) team. Yeah, that's a You You nominated the pigs who had like zero 2v2 matches this year. Sure. And that's a tag team working together, you know, working against each other. I don't know. I think it factors in a little bit in my mind, but even if it didn't, they're still number one. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're they're number one anyway. Even like their random six man stuff they would have on Big Japan shows, or even like uh, all, like in the All Japan like 
mid card were like really good. I'm sure nobody watched any of their stuff together in all Japan because I don't know, y'all don't respect me or something. But uh, <laughs> True. Uh, yeah, I, they're uh, they're they're number one with a like e- easy number one. All right, so we just got to do two and three here. Just is it Workhorseman number two? Is it uh, Met Magic Ghosts uh, number two? What are we doing here? Um, I think I'll probably give the edge to Workhorseman uh, on this on, on on this one. There, I think Workhorseman's probably my pick for number two. Yeah, I would say Workhorseman yeah. had a higher peak and also just like more volume, which I know it's not a volume case, but I think their volume was good. Like, they worked a lot of really good matches that I just don't think a team just working the indies can can really match. I really have no strong feelings either way. And, and like you said earlier, Tanner, just like the workhorsemen got to do, like, they had matches that were two minutes long, they had matches that were 20 minutes long. They just, there's a big variety in there, and they were awesome in all of them. Um, I liked all their ROH TV stuff that I watched. Um, They'd be number two in my mind. Yeah, great and and deadlock. I mean that like great every everywhere they showed up. So I, I would I would say they're the number two. All right, we've done it. Tanner, tell us our rankings. All right, for tag team of the year, number three, Ciclope and Mito Extremo Los Masizos. I, that's probably way off. Number two, work horsemen of Anthony Henry and J.D. Drake. And number one, our tag team of the year, astronauts of Takuya Nomura and Fuminoi Abe. Wow, look at us go. We've got two categories down this evening. Let's move it. Let's groove it. Moving on to our final category of the evening, show of the year. Scholar, you said you want each of us to do a category. Yeah, thanks for showing it, uh, throwing it to me. Fuck. Um, okay, I'm gonna read off show of the year nominees for the for for this program. Um, the first one in in chronological order, roughly. Heiji uh, Muto, Grand Final Pro Wrestling. In quotes, Last Love Holdout from February twenty first. Uh, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor from March 31st. GCW Gringo Logos, The World, spelled W R L D in all caps, on Lucha from April 1st, 2023. DDT, King of DDT 2023 final from May 21st. GCW's Tournament of Survival 8 from June 3rd. NJPW New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion from June 4th. CMLL Super Viernes from uh, what the fuck comes after June? July 28th. AEW All Out from September 3rd. CMLL Noche de Campeones. That's Night of Champions for you gringos out there from <laughs> hey, September 29th. Okay, what are you interrupting me for, Tanner? I'm going through the list. <laughs> WWE Survivor Series from uh, 11-25, sometime after Thanksgiving uh, of this year. And action bangers only four from December 8th. 
uh, it's on our document. It's spelled with a Z. I was highly disappointed to see that it's actually spelled with an S on the uh, program. So we have to fix that. Oh shit! Is it really? I definitely thought. Yeah, it was. I eliminate it. I definitely thought it was a Z. Cross it out. Well, we won't do that. So no, my actual first thing to throw out there is Survivor Series. Who 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 nominated that? Tanner. No. Okay. All right. I hate those war games. Get it out of here. I guess if no one can say a dang thing about who nominated it, um, I think Survivor Series was a cool show. Like, I mean, just with Punk coming back, the women's war games match was pretty fun. Probably the best TV style war games match. Seventy-eight minutes long. Oh yeah. Well, I, I don't think I don't think it stands a fucking chance here. I, I mean, I'm, I I'm, I'm I'm sorry. Did you say that match was seventy-eight minutes long? I'm lying. I'm a liar. No. It's it's, 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 I just lie here. Also, really good. But no, honestly, it, the the thing that I would say is good about this Survivor Series is that it's, it's only five matches. Like it does for like a quote unquote big four WWE pay per view. Um, actually, flew by pretty quickly. Um, but I don't think it hangs for like a show. I, the I think you have to nominate one. I think the backlash from Puerto Rico, if you were going to do a WWE show, I think that would be my choice. I wouldn't nominate it, but right. that's the only pay-per-view from that. Oh. Yeah, I, I would, I would agree with that. I don't know. Did anybody watch any of the Saudi shows? Dare. Come on. <laughs> Tanner. I watch all wrestling. <laughs> Respect. Chris, you were at SummerSlam. You want to speak on it real quick? Uh, no, we're not. We're talking about best show of the year. <laughs> uh, all right. So I think all the, right, that was our easy cut. I think the Keiji Mundo Grand Final Pro Wrestling Last Love Holdout Show sucks. Let's talk about Shut it. Shut up. You didn't fucking watch <laughs> it. It's seven you, hours long, you fucking fuck loser. off, Sam. You fucking nerd. How uh, many matches on that did you for real? Let I me, think there's 14 matches on the, on the show. Yeah, let me go through this here. Well, you don't you don't count the first three. They're not they're, those are pre-show matches. They don't count. Um, all right. So, yeah, we got four oh, matches. Oh wait, 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 wait. Okay, so for the pre-show matches, like the the women's matches, one of the best matches on the show. So wow, should have been on the show. Uh, for for this so, for these purposes, I'm gonna say it counts. What do you mean? Wasn't on <laughs> to the show? make my point, I'm gonna show. say it counts. I agree oh, it's with on Tyler. the fucking broadcast. It's part of the show. Same. Sorry for Kijimudo's blatant sexism. Um, I'm not going to Are you saying him. Anthony Green wasn't on the main show? Correct. Because if you're saying that. Correct. Then... Sorry. <laughs> yeah, if you're saying that. Hey, the good looking guy. I thought you liked Timothy Thatcher. Um, sorry, he doesn't count. Like him. Doesn't count. He can be in a wrestler through your talks. We can get there. We will get there. Tomorrow night. But not, I don't know why we were talking about him there, but yeah, okay. Oh, I um, yeah, sorry, Sam. We're not uh, getting rid of the number one. Oh God, that team. makes me I mean, throw Sam, up. Sam, they before first of all before the I'm not I'm just talking about the main event here. Did you watch the, the Kijin Muto video set to My Way by Frank Sinatra? I at some point probably did. I'm gonna be honest, Tanner. I do not remember. Um. At some point, you so probably said, shit. hey, had to do that. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that alone does not get it cut yet. It's not the second cut on this fucking list. 
Um, I'll cut every other show. The, uh, the Gringo Loco show. Yeah, we kind of talked about this in the planning DM, but that's just like a fun top to bottom show. It's a one of it's the best indie show from WrestleMania weekend. Uh, which I mean, that's not saying much with the current state of indie shows on WrestleMania weekend. But there, there was like seventy of them, so it does. Count but like yeah, that can that can be cut. There's there's fun matches. It's I had a lot of fun watching it, but it doesn't mean. What was the main? Yeah, I mean, I, it was year? like the first show from that weekend I watched when I was catching up, but it just doesn't. It's not going to make the cut. They didn't do Psycho Clown Gringo again, right? Was that last year? Am I getting that confused in my head? No, that was on this show too. Oh, okay. I thought their match in twenty twenty two was better. Yeah. Great stuff from all involved. Um. Tell me about New Japan Dominion. Just, is this the best New Japan show of the year? Mm, outside of a random best of the Super Junior tournament day, probably. That's a roaring it recommendation a, here, folks. It is a it is a good show. It is a good show. The Master Wado Hiromu match is really good. The Blackpool Combat Club versus Chaos match with Tanahashi like rocks like there's a lot of good shit on that show i don't know i think that there's other stuff like i would say let's cut super card of honor before we cut dominion honestly i don't know if i can agree with that super card of honor to me was like one of the better top to bottom shows of the year i thought like the top half of that card was all like even booking aside which we can talk about later um I feel like top to bottom, like match quality is pretty fucking superb. Uh, Tanner, question. Were you at Action Bangers only four? I wasn't. I didn't nominate it. I did nominate it. I think the show rocks. I think that has a ton of fun stuff throughout. I'm not as high in that main event as Tanner is. And even then, I'm still like, oh, this is like a top to bottom, really, really good indie show. Also, no. just a tight package of a show. It goes, like, right at two hours, which most action shows do. Yeah, it is, it is a breezy watch. I did but... go to an action show this year, and I've watched 99% of the stuff action put out this year. I'd say Bangers Only 4 is their best show this year. I I don't think it should get cut yet. I, I'd want to see what gets cut first, but I don't. Yeah. The, the two matches from the show I think most people watch are probably the Alex Kane, Adam Priest, Cruel match, and the Daniel McCabe versus Billy Starks match, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, but so I, I don't know if it gets cut before. Kaiji Mudo Grand Final Pro Wrestling Last Love. Hold on. Yeah, you shut up. Wait. Okay. So there's two CMLL shows here. So let's maybe try to pick one. Let's go with the one that doesn't have Rocky Romero on it. But uh, Rocky Romero's in the best match of no, either of these okay. yeah, Rocky, <laughs> Rocky Romero had a phenomenal year. I like that Rocky Romero match a lot, but I think the Night of Champions was a better show. I don't know what yeah. show that is. I, I, I actually know. agree that the Rocky Romero match is the best, but the the Super Viernes is just like a very good CMLL Friday show. I would not say. I like the Viano tag actually a lot from that show. 
but I would say it doesn't really stand. It doesn't scream show of the year to me. So, see, it it has a thing going for it too, like action where it's it's short. I don't want a four hour show a lot of times. But I mean, I I prefer Night of the Champions as well, so I, I say leave that. Yeah, I would I would cut Friday show before Noche. All right, we're moving. Uh, is t- Tournament of Survival, is this the first night or second night off the top of my head? There is only one night. Oh, okay. They ran- No, it was a double shot weekend. It's Cage of Survival, Yeah, right? yeah it was Cage of Survival. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, Um. okay. I was just making sure I had that straight in my head. That's not getting covered, no. I don't think that gets covered, yeah. I don't know. I- um, King I of DDT final. Really fun show, but... I wouldn't say it really even stands out in the in this field or among the DDT shows of this year. Yeah, I think that match helps a specific wrestler's case, or that the show helps a specific wrestler's case. You're talking about Chris Brooks, right? <laughs> Obviously, um, love Brooksy, <laughs> but I don't. I don't think it hangs for show of the year. I think I, I saw him in person good. this year uh, at Hurricane Hall. Little little flex. Um, he's tall. He's a big boy. Um, yeah, I've seen him live probably Mania Week in 2017. He's he's tall. Yeah, I I pissed next to him. That's that's how I determined. Wow. Um, and also looked over and let me tell you, he needs to get on some of those Zens. Some of those Sammy's. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was rocking a soft boy, Jesus a marshmallow over there. I, I I just wanted to go put something in my air fryer, and this was the first thing I heard when I came back. And I feel I feel like this is like indicative that this category is going great. Yeah, I've just next to Josh Alexander, and he was rock hard. <laughs> damn, just pop those in, goddamn. No, I not DDT. It was more like I was just excited to watch DDT. I hadn't watched in a while, and, every, and I thought it was a fun show. But I'm I'm fine with cutting it. Yeah, there's probably five DDT shows. None of them are show of the year caliper, is what Tanner said. No, 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 no. Uh, one of the weaker DDT years of the, the past little bit. You could argue that DDT has been weak for a few years, but it's all right. All right. No, I mean, I, you no, could, I you could argue, say that. No, you I will could agree say that. that. I think they've had higher high points, but that, that's a conversation for tomorrow. Oh, that was. All right. Well, all right. So, let's talk about all out. I love All Out. I'm not going to lie. I, lo- I love this show. All Out's great. I, I mean, I think, I think All Out is the high point of AEW this year. Are we all... Easily. Easily. Yeah. And, and, not, and, not, and not even just, like, it's the high point. It's obviously, like, Wembley, for various different reasons, was a fucking mess. And that's not even getting into, like, the CM Punk of it all. It's MJF and Adam Cole are doing something. Yeah, they were on the show and- two fucking times. <laughs> And it's just, and it's just not, and it's just not good. So, to go from like a show that's like so completely dominated by that shit, like, yeah, let's just give fucking John Moxley and Arn Cassidy the main event. Like, that's such like a perfect course correction, like based off of like how dog shit Wembley was. And like, I do respect, I do respect it for that. I'm not sure if you yeah. get extra points for it, but it was like, oh wow, like. Wembley sucked, and here you are doing a good show. That's crazy that you can do that anytime you want to. What's crazy, too, is this all-out card 
didn't even come out till after Wembley. So they essentially built out, built up to all out in a week. I don't know if, what criteria people have for show of the year. Um, I would say build wise outside of Moxley Cassidy was not great. Cause again, it was like, okay, this match is happening. And like, I mean, I think the best match on the show, which was Danielson Starks had like three days of build. Or, may, or maybe not even, maybe two days. Maybe it was announced on Rampage or some shit. But, so, I do not care about build, necessarily. Okay. Uh, when doing I, this. I mean, I do, I do... I'm here to watch the show, man. No, I, I am too. But just taking into account, like, especially with the shows we have... For show left, plus build of the year. Yeah, that would. I mean, if... Though, we should... We, mm. I think we should really con- consider build, because what's a better build than... Uh, KG Muto's grand finale. <laughs> yeah, the entire his entire career was the build. So yeah, how can you beat that? I mean, he, he, he started. I, I, feel, I feel like you, you really have to watch KG Muto's entire career to like really appreciate the context of it. Also, he started his road to retirement in like spring of 2021. Like it was like a two, like legitimately a two year build. Like coming to this final, like I mean, I can't think of. There's no show for me that even has close to the aura that this show had. I mean, I know we're not kind of talking about so like, it, aura like, the, the, like perspective, like the perspective I usually come in with it, with stuff like this is, is that like, for most part, when it comes to a show, I just think of like the best show. Right. And I do feel like all out for me is the best show here, but I think with the, with the Muta thing, even though I have never given a shit about KG Muto is Everything that had been going on for like the last like few years of this Noah run, whether it was like the good, the bad, the very bad, the confusing, <laughs> and like all that stuff that like got like went into it, is that by the time we got to that last thing, to that final to that final show, is that it felt more special than like most Japanese like big retirement farewell shows that I'm thinking of yeah the only and, show in recent memory i can compare it to is is final burning yeah like and i do feel like at some point for me like there's just like certain things i don't I'm not I, like i'm not as big of a fan of like i'm just not super high on muto and naito like for, for, for example so for like an from like an in-ring perspective i think it like is cleared by all by all out but like on some level, I can also see can also can be like uh, can feel like maybe that doesn't matter as much when the show and everything I was surrounding it is so special feeling that you're willing to like let something slide and maybe kind of like turn certain parts of your brain off because you feel like you're watching something special taking place. It it reminded me a l- kind of like that. It reminded me of the same feeling I had when I watched like the first like oh, crowds can come back to, like, AEW, like, a big crowd. And even, like, WWE, like, I think I think did a good job transitioning out of the Thunderdome. Like, it, it's just, like, the energy that's in the building, and, like, you just feel, like... Listen, I'm not one to sit down and watch a seven-hour fucking show. But... Tanner, you're exactly the person that's down to sit for seven hours and watch a wrestling show. Absolutely not. But you can't you can't take this away from me what is a man what does he got if can not we, himself, can we cut 
fingers only for because it's clear it doesn't hang with the rest of these yeah <laughs> i sure. like that like show better off at the yeah. best. i i kind of feel the same way as like the gcw lucha show yeah 100 100 yeah except it was better but yeah i agree uh was okay. psycho clown on that show yes yeah, more no? argument for no okay i'll say like promotion of the year yeah, I action will come into play for promotion of the year. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm fine with bangers only for getting cut. I, like I said, I didn't nominate it. So, thank you, Tanner. No problem. All right, one, two, three, four, five, six. We have not reached the halfway point quite yet. Uh, do we need to talk about Tournament of Survival eight? Make the case for Tournament of Survival 8. Dan, you seem very excited about this. Uh, and oh, I... yeah. All right. Uh, it is, it has, which we should have been higher in the Hoot of the Year awards with that Green Phantom match. And there's just, I don't think there's a weak match on the show. I don't count the four-way match. They're just, that's how there's no weak matches on the show. And uh, uh, but the it, four match, four-way match is on the show and it's got Blake uh, Christian in it. Uh, so, minute match. So, I am talking myself out of it, but uh, they're just people like even like I'm not a Casey Kirk or a Sawyer Rex fan. I thought that match was uh, was super fun, the three way women's match, and it just was. You know, I'm a tournament guy, and I think it was a really fun tournament that told a great one night story, and it's about show of the year. I think you sit down and you want to sit and watch a whole show, start to finish. This will be at least one of the top three of these shows that you will have the best time. And it'll tell the best story with Yamashita. Now, I think they ruined the next night, but that's that's not about show of the year. Uh, you had, you know, Despy being fun, Janela in there with the big Japan guys, and it was just, I mean. Was that it? is a really, that's a really good lineup for a deathmatch tournament. Yeah, it's one of the best, yeah, it's a great lineup. I always love when they put, like, a non-deathmatch, I mean, like, I know Despy's kind of, like, been teetering that line for a little bit but i like that's just fun like just a random new japan junior like doing a deathmatch tournament in another country like that's yeah cool. and that uh, great desperado in uh tournament of survival the biggest bread is back moment of the year <laughs> all right all right jeez louise uh yeah i think for me, it is definitely one of the best like self-contained events of the year. Uh, definitely, even the angle like Dan referenced, like, hey, doesn't matter what the follow-up is. In the moment, that's a hot one. That's got some spice. That's got some kick. Uh, then just like just the general, the matches are good. Great. Uh, finale, final match, I think is a strong note to leave off on. So, like, there's not a lot of knocks I have on this show. It's just like a complete thing. Um, it even has a good piss break in there. I've crone, so actually a shit break. But you know, you gotta build that in somewhere. Yeah, if I if I was there, that would be a great time to go to the parking lot and grab have a couple beers, get fucked up, maybe smoke a joint. You know, maybe pop a zen or two. Pop get a couple zen. Yeah. <laughs> Is that get for real? Are we doing a bit? I gotta look this up. Tanner, Tanner, search, 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 search. Do you get hard from Zins? And that's just 
That's good to know. Oh, God. Um, okay, so we got what some people claim is a very special show. With the oh, it's movie. actually the opposite. Did we um did we talk Supercard of Honor yet? No, not really. Um, I feel like with Supercard of Honor, it's a it's a very good show, but I feel like if they would have just had one of like the big baby faces win, uh, in either uh Mark Briscoe or Eddie Kingston, I feel like that might have been enough to take it over the top and like lead, and have it as a real contender. But the fact that you don't really get any sort of like major cathartic moment. I, mean, I guess there's Shibata and Utah, but like, I don't know, kind of like that's nearly like in the same realm of guess like what I'm looking for or talking about here. If I feel like you have like Eddie win or Mark, you can argue that it does like jump into that definitive contender territory. But the fact that both of them lost, I think keeps them out of it, at least for me. Yeah, that it yeah. it is a Mark, show Mark losing is was insane it's a show that you're like really feeling and you're just waiting for like the one thing to take it to the next level yep and like that is that it just never happens and especially with the context that i mean samoa joe just ends up forfeiting the tv title why not i mean why, why can't you just give it to mark here it it just it just looks weird. It just looks weird in hindsight. It just looks weird in hindsight. Uh, it felt, felt weird. Felt weird at the time. And then Claudio and Eddie is like again. Claudio and Eddie is fucking awesome. But if we get like the payoff of uh you know Eddie when Eddie winning here to cap off this uh WrestleMania weekend ROH show, then it probably takes it to a different level. And it's cool that Eddie got his moment eventually later on in the year. But the fact that it doesn't happen on this particular show, like. In, in this like real nitpicky thing that we have to do does hurt the show, I think. Yeah. Also, uh, also like that Tanahashi Garcia match, I think, kind of breaks up the flow of the show. Like that's that's like a that's like a talk about piss break matches. Like that's a little nap time. Like, I think I literally did otherwise... take a nap during this match, so like it did not affect my flow whatsoever. It just rejuvenated me. But also um, kind of putting Supercard of Honor versus AEW all I was for sort of that like sphere of type of show. Yeah, I think as like a Tony verse show, all out kind of smoke smokes it because you you do have more of like moments you like to see. Like I mean, I don't I don't know, like no one was really clamoring for moxley to beat orange orange cassidy but it's like a great match that like you're happy like at the end of all out you're happy you watched it and like the emotions just aren't as confused like uh, well, and orange cassidy and having also, like, a moral victory to end that show to some extent is a win enough like they didn't need to yeah. pop the champagne yeah yeah that, i mean and they fucked it yeah, up my... a couple of weeks later but it's not what we're yeah, about. I feel like in the moment, yeah. I feel I feel like in the moment with um, like even just Mox and Orange going last, you know, because they could have done some shit like having like Omega and like Takeshi to go last or something or or whatever. They could have done like a couple of different things that probably like wouldn't have landed the same. But the fact that like Mox and Orange does go last, and this isn't Orange's first like 
big match or first like big pay-per-view spot or whatever but going on last and being like that sort of like vote of confidence and the fact that he they got there and like knock it out of the park and really solidify how good that should that should that show was coming in with like little to no hype at all uh I don't know. I do, I, I, do, I do give points for that and to the point of like, yeah, like Mox and Orange and the fact that like Moxley won, you're not happy that Moxley won, but in a way I think I do think you get that like cathartic, memorable moment of like well, this is the time we got to see like Orange Cassidy, who's been such a reliable workhorse for the company since its inception like got to have like a legit like ending the show pay-per-view moment. Yeah. Uh, uh, and like another another thing with like super card of honor like going back to like taking the wind out of yourselves like right after that garcia match like it's an otherwise great ladder match but you also have the really unfortunate dante martin yeah, injury God, that kind yeah. of also like kind of take like the crowd just doesn't really know how to react kind of after that moment uh yeah because even the crowd is weird during Eddie Claudio. Because, yeah, they I mean, they just saw this, like, really gnarly injury, and it's... I mean, you can't blame them for not being able to really invest themselves again. Uh, as, like, as good as the matches that follow it are, but... Alright, I've already but... taken off Supercard of Honor, so... And I'll just go ahead and take off Dominion, and we're good to go. And then we move on. Uh, is there any, like, in all honesty, like, what of these shows right now is are we feeling like, oh, that one, we definitely don't need to keep. Like, Dominion, for me, feels like something that sticks out, but that might just me being a little biased. I, I, would, I, I would honestly say the CMLL show probably gets cut before Dominion. But I say I, cut them both. There we go. Hot take on. Yeah, I I like the CMLL show a lot, but typically with show of the year, I'm looking for like at least one match that is like super standout for me and would up count among the promotion's best matches of the year. And I think the CMLL show is just like a very good CMLL show. It's another really good show. CMLL shows. (laughs) From yeah, I, I I totally agree with that. I think. CML had the problem this year where they ran a lot of really good shows. And I think this one is just another one of those shows. I don't think it really stands out among this crowd that we have left for show of the year. Yeah, like like we kind of said when we were narrowing it down, like when we're talking about standout matches, the standout match was on the other CMLL show we we talked about. And like I really do like that uh Mascara Dorada main event, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't hang for me with these other ones. I, I think it's a good argument for the for the next show with CMLB promotion of the year, but it doesn't need to stay around here. All right, so did we come? Are we keeping Dominion for now for this waiver? Let's keep it for yeah, the last keep, four. Keep Dominion just for this final little bit. Yeah, or just move it up there so you can cut it when it's up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're cowards. Yeah, I mean, okay. like that was the moment. I would, it was like the first time I've ever come out of a show saying like, "Wow, Sonata was like really good." Well, he was carried, <laughs> but I mean, I get what you mean. But yeah, like 
and and you you kind of i think that is one of the big moments too because that match is like that is the coming out party for yotasuji like you're just like oh this guy like this guy is going to be a star yeah like i remember going into watching that show and being like oh god uh it's not a main event it's a new guy, unproven guy. We just saw this woman like showed Amino or whatever. Like I'm just like, okay, like not really like looking too forward to this. And as I'm watching, I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Yoda Suji is like really, really good. This is a good match. I was so taken aback by that match and how it delivered more than like a lot of things that happened in 2023. Like that was a legitimate shock how good that match was. And but the Sonata being carried point, that's absolutely true. Like Sonata was carried. He, he did he did what he needed to do. He held up his end of the deal, but like Sonata was carried, but I, that's kind of what makes it so special. <laughs> it's like but, Yoda Suji is like so good and electric and captivating in a way that like not even on some like super like hyperbolic shit. It's like, oh damn, this is like something that you haven't felt since like the Naito like gimmick change or like like or, or like or like knock or, or like something like Nakamura asked. Like you don't really have that. And Yodasuji is like, oh yeah, like this is what New Japan has ahead. Like a legit, like new charismatic guy. Yeah, they just need to send all their guys to Mexico and stop fucking around with Rev Pro and yeah, they could get that all the time, but that's not an argument for now. Alright. So if that stays, it does feel like term of survival goes. Well, should should you say the final four that we're dealing sure. with right now? Whatever. Final four. Kaiji Mudo, grand final pro wrestling, quote unquote, last love, holdout from February twenty first. GCW's term of survival eight from June third. New Japan Pro Wrestling's Dominion from June fourth. Oh, that's fun. Okay, and AEW is all out from September 3rd. Yeah, I think My argument for Tournament Survival would be, I can't imagine now till the end of time seeing those two DVDs next to each other on the shelf and thinking, I'll go watch Dominion again. <laughs> I just think Tournament Survival is way more rewatchable, a way better standalone show. Well, and I wrestling DVDs, there's no hope for you anyway. Yeah. Well, if I see these know. files on my hard drive, get a plate, bro. If I'm if I'm tor- if I'm on XTWT, but if I'm in my cave, just banging rocks I, together, like, looking at my wrestling DVDs. <laughs> oh my god, I don't like anything that much before the last three matches of the Dominion. That's just me, but I, I might be outvoted here. I, I like that undercard actually. I I I'm gonna talk about New Japan a lot tomorrow. Even though um, I'm That's in cool. it now. Uh, yeah, you're gonna love it. Uh, but I don't I don't know if it's like I don't know if it has the case. I I I don't love Tournament of Survi- Survival. I know, Dan, like, I think their GCW, as great as the lineup is, I think GCW has had better deathmatch tournaments in the in years past. But it's still a really strong deathmatch tournament. 
I'm more inclined, going off a dance point, which I would never do this because I'm not a fucking freak. I would never rewatch a show I've already watched for no reason. That seems insane. Um, but, like, gun to my head, I'm going Tournament of Survival 8 over Dominion because I think top to bottom, Tournament of Survival 8 is more enjoyable. I think it's just better match quality-wise. And I would say I I think probably has the better match going head-to-head with Dominion. That, that that's just my take but i like i i really like dominion like it, it's the first time since like you, like crowds like were able to cheer again in japan i don't think crowds were actually allowed to be loud to like february of this of 2023 in japan so but it, it felt like it was like hmm new japan may be cooking something up they weren't but and um, <laughs> i'll say for dominion like a a big a like we talked about the moment of like Sonata having this like good to great match with Yoda Suji. I I like their G one match even better. Um so that kind of takes it that, down that's a good point for me. Yeah. I'm not mad at saying that Tournament of Survival like is probably the more memorable show. Um, I, I, I still do feel like Dominion like caps out higher, even with, even, even without the, even without the main event, uh, over delivering the way that it did. I still think something like Roma versus like Master Watto and like, even like the context and like stuff surrounding that, like I really, I, I, I really, I really appreciate it. And like Watto being a guy that like, <laughs> like has been like, so like kind of like universally shit on. Uh, since since he since he came back since he came back to Japan, and being in a being in a being in a circumstance where like he has like a legit like really good show stealer match with Hiromu, and I think that six and I think that six man uh open weight tag is just so fucking fun and and and, and, enjoy, and enjoyable and just has like so much energy surrounding it, and I loved all the interactions that we got like getting to see Claudio interact with Tanahashi and Ishii and Okada like I loved all that we got the uh Umino stuff and like that being like a really like I think uh flag planting performance for him especially that night too so like I I do think Dominion caps out higher and if Dominion gets cut here that's fine um but like I feel like it has more than even just like the head-to-head match stuff like I feel like without the main event it's still like it's still even rival tournament survival still I don't know Okay, it it seems like I think the easier way to do this is just everybody say which show out of the two they liked more. Whichever one has more votes doesn't get cut. Right. Yes, just like... so you know, we do have an even number of people here. Well, <laughs> oh yeah, God. Sam, I just assume you I'll didn't see watch what happens. Shows, so I don't even think you would count. Am Term of Survival Eight. Maybe? Agreed. Wow, that's two. Two two zero. I agree with Tournament Survival 8. I'm fine with Dominion making it, though. So Also, I don't think Sam watched Dominion. Oh, I fucking know. I did not watch all of Dominion. So, I... I uh, it sounds like, to me, honestly, Dominion probably has more support than Tournament Survival 8. I'm fine with... Well, I will say with- my desire to not watch New Japan, frankly, does not bode... In, does not default to the, being in favor of Dominion. 
Um, I will say, based on his history, that would not be a boon for the the show. I think that's I fair to say. Like we should all vote. Tournament survival goes up three zero. He's like, well, I guess it's Dominion. And that was a very weird way of doing that overall. No, I say that because Sam. Sam it doesn't Sam matter though. Like if I had, we're assuming that if I watched it, I would have changed my opinion in that that situation. When I can say based on history, I'm not positive about that. I would say almost positively not. So I don't know why you go through the exercise only to stop yourself two seconds in based on I don't know what. Do okay, the job. Well, it, do the thing or do don't do the thing. Okay, every, everybody else say what you He's, prefer between tournaments. Tanner's or making concessions before the bill is written. Yeah, he doesn't feel good about taking off Dominion and is just chickening out, and that's fine. No, but no, to no, say no. it. Are the, no, no, no. Are the other three is Skyler, Quinn? Oh, because you're talking. I'll say I would slightly take Dominion. I would also slightly take Dominion. Yeah. Right. Now we can. Yeah. I'm glad we did. So that was super helpful. But we know Thanks Tanner's flipping. Tanner's no, flipping. Tanner's flipping. flipping. I say not, we take Term of Survival flipping. 8 off. No. No, 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 no. I'm not flipping. He doesn't feel fair. And that's All right. Fine. We're, it's time to draw rocks. All right. Jeez. I don't even care about this category. I, I, did, I do not like how Term of Survival is not on here now. I'm muted. Well, I don't know what to tell you. That was your choice. All right. What if we Fuck took Sam. off all out? Anyways, <laughs> oh. You know what, Sam? You're right. I just, I just realized I just kept putting down. Oh, shit. What happened? I just realized that you, like, officially put the uh, um, of Survival down in the ones that got cut. Yeah. It's it's out of here. It's now Wait, staying below. Wait, could we put all out and just keep both? No. Yes. We can't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. All out has to be in the top three. I yeah all out all out all out's making it <laughs> yeah that's I'm, I'm still I would cut the Uno before I cut all out ah shut the fuck up I mean that's I was number one before we no, started I'm not hearing that that's number one all right so I think Mudo and all out is kind of like the the one spot of like well hey. Dominion Dominion's three go ahead and put a three by Dominion for third depending on what fake news you believe yeah. Um, the Tanner pick three Dominion. Um, so we're between Last Love, All Out. What are the what are the Noah fans? What are the Muda boys calling the show? What's the shorthand here? Oh, uh, the greatest show of the year. Fuck. I think. <laughs> yeah, <generally works>. <laughs> we had no, no, two hoots of the year. We had two hoot of the year candidates from the show. We're going to talk about. Two other matches from the show uh, when we get to match of the year tomorrow. Uh, that's not even considering the atmosphere of the show, which is like we already talked about how special that feels. Uh, like, not e- it, we're not going to talk about the Hiromu Amakusa match uh, either night, but that's also a really good match. Yeah. Uh, and. Yeah, it's like watching that show, especially like at the end. Like we we got rid of Chono versus Muto, 
for Hoot of the Year, but that was like the peak of my wrestling fandom in twenty in twenty twenty three is watching that match blind and seeing that happen at the end. Yeah. It, just, it, it like I was losing my mind. Like, I mean, like, I'm just like, wow, that's like I mean it, Sam, have you you've heard of Frank Sinatra, I assume. So I'm just gonna base that off of this. You can't watch from the moment that Mudo's fucking video starts to the end of the show of Chono tapping, uh, making Mudo tap out in the STF. I mean, that to me is fucking pro wrestling condensed. I mean, that that's what the whole fucking sport's about. Like, I don't I, like just this grand spectacle of a retirement. Like, and then, like, you know, just Muto having the retirement match with Naito, whatever. But just him being like, all right, Chono, get your ass in here. Chono hasn't wrestled in 10 fucking years. And they just go out for 90 seconds and fucking do their moves. And, I mean, like, come come on. That's fucking pro wrestling. Like, there's no debate. I This is not show of the year. It's show of the decade so far. I don't even think it's close i like I, I do not even hold the multiple uh all japan pro wrestlers on the show against it that's how good it is wow all right that's that's you know now you're talking yeah. me into this if this is a yeah my, my old... <laughs> if it's a my vote against here... all japan by voting for the show that's the best argument you could probably make right now well, it's the only show this, um, of these three that had an All Japan wrestler on it. So really, a vote for this show is a vote for All Japan. This show is so good, it killed a promotion. That is true. Noah will never reach these heights again. Noah Noah fell off a cliff after this show. Yeah, I don't know if I would. I mean, it was, Noah I don't know if it's a cliff. It was, it was a gradual decline, but. Yeah. And then just to cap off the year with, like, losing Nakajima, like, come on. But I mean, th- this show is, and like, it, I mean, it's in the. I mean, you could have had the show anywhere, but like, they fucking blew their year budget on the Tokyo Dome and just booking fucking everybody in Japan on this show. I mean, come on, like, it, it's number one. Yeah, my, well, easy. My my only thing is like, and it's not like a knocking against the Snowa show. There's like, just in general, I wasn't super emotionally invested in like any wrestling this year. So like. The idea of this being like Keiji Muto's last, uh, last event and everything, like, doesn't really mean shit to me. Like, it really don't like it doesn't mean anything to me. I've never been like attached to Muto or the idea about Muto or anything like that. But like, it still has that going for it in a way that like these other two shows just don't. And while they're like both like very very good wrestling shows, and I think that they are better wrestling shows than last love like last love like i feel like tells the story of like 2023 wrestling or it was like a more like memorable high point of 2023 wrestling than probably like either of those yeah easy i mean not not even it's not even i mean it's an objective fact uh so Versus a Dominion versus Turner Mercy Survival Eight sort of situation, I and well, I I actively dislike the show. I think it's not good. Um, I also feel so disconnected from what you folks are saying to the point where I'm like, 
go with God. If this is where number one is, I at least grasp that it meant something to you folks uh, in a way that it will never mean anything to me, uh, which is fine. Uh, but it seems like that's, is that the where we're leaning, non-Tainer speaking, non-Chris speaking, since those seem to be the largest voices in the room around this? Yeah, that works. Yeah, like yeah, 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 like I said, it's like there is nothing that I was like particularly like emotionally attached to when it came to this category or just at all when it came to the awards. And like, if something does have that like emotional like levity to it, then I'm like perfectly fine conceding that that be num- being number one. All right, there we go. I think we got show of the year wrapped up. Then, does anyone want to say anything about all out before we kind of wrap it up? Since I feel like. Short of the Moxley versus Cassidy quick bullet point, we kind of breeze past it, but no worries if not. Uh, Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson versus Ricky Starks is one of like however many Brian Danielson matches get called the best AEW match ever. Hell yeah! Um, so, which is like a fucking eighty of them at this point, but it's like really, really good too. And again, like. Just a, a, a random ass match like that with like basically basically no build for the most part, and you get something that intense and that great. That yeah, Moxley and Orange Cassidy is the main event and it like is a highlight. But Starks and Brian like in a lot of ways stole the show that day, and it is like an, it's an incredible match. Yeah, yeah, and like the Miro uh, Hobbs match was really uh, like super hot crowd at the beginning of the show. By far the best match Luchasaurus will ever have in his career against Darby. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, was, it was. I mean, it was a great show. And any other year, I would, I would pro- take all out. I would take all out over any of these other shows easily. This, this show was good enough to convince you for like a moment that AEW might be fine. Yeah. Uh, that didn't happen, but for a moment, you thought, hey, maybe they can move on from the CM Punk thing and all of the other stuff uh for that one night yeah, yeah. to me like also, they the ran three 20-minute matches in a row and i did not detest that fact um yeah which is and, wild i mean shibata teams with eddie kingston and i know it's yeah, like, eddie kingston shibata that, team it's like <laughs> yeah it's like shibata has worked we should not take for granted shibata's worked like 15 matches this year like and we'll probably be working a lot more this year like that that sh- I, I don't think the crowd even took that as a novelty that that was like maybe one slight that i had with this show is that it's like yo it's crazy that we're seeing shibata in a ring again like uh we got we got to savor this so yeah and, and, and then even and then even like luchasaurus versus in, in darby like it's not like by any means like my fate like my favorite uh matchup for darby but Still, like a a, Dar- a derby match with a hot with a hot with a hot crowd, like always has like a certain like lore to it, and that still delivered like pretty solidly. Yeah, like like we said, like Luchasaurus is not reaching those heights again. No, never. All right, so there we go. We have our show of the year list locked up. Number three. Tanner's Golden Child, New Japan Pro Wrestling's Dominion, June 4th, number two. I don't know how that happened. AEW's All Out, September 3rd, and number one, 
Keiji Mudo Grand Final Pro Wrestling Last Love Holdout, February 21st. Congratulations to all of our winners. Show of the year, Keiji Mudo Grand Final Pro Wrestling Last Love Holdout. Savio Vega versus Pedro Portillo III. And astronauts for tag team of the year. I haven't felt this much vindication on this award show since Sasha Banks wrestler of the year. Truly. You got two, two of your top, like two dominion and Kaiji Muto. So I'm like, I'm really well, I definitely want to proud of you for doing that. Um, <laughs> I, I would say my top two are the top two though. Congratulations. Do we have any ad reads left for this? <laughs> so... Because the, the making sounds started. I think we did have on the list like at least a ad read. Yeah. I want to finish off with that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, go go welcome to violent people. Um dot co. Thank you all for Rest in peace, Papa Hales. Patronizing. Well <laughs> too early for that. We can't. Man. A lot can happen between now and then. A, a breeze. This is two hours and 41 minutes. That's my recording. Dan, show up on time tomorrow. How about that? I don't even know who's showing up. I'm still pouting. Oh, man. All right. Anyway, we're not going to do a round table. We can all do the round. Hey, close the show tomorrow. Right? round table? Nope. Nope. They were still recording, right? Oh, yeah. this is in. This is in. This is okay. part of the show. All right. Okay. Thanks all for listening. Is anyone else that we have personal gripes against that we want to sneak in here when no one's listening? Let me look up my Twitter. Um, uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> probably look at my Twitter mentions real quick. Monty Williams, uh, <laughs> Troy Weaver, uh, Tom Gores. All of these people are my enemies. They have nothing to do with wrestling. I just saw someone say that Sting's last match is Sting and Darby against the Young Bucks. Oh no! So, so Tony Khan, you're on the list of my uh, enemies. What the fuck? Oh, wrestling is finished. Congrats no, to no, no, no. Tony Khan for not having the touch. Let me tell you, um, dropping the ball. Okay, fuck Alabama. Um, I just, I just, oh, shut, um, shut just, the fuck, fuck Alabama, I just, I just, I just, you, buddy. I, ju I just want to congratulate Jason Tatum on being the best player in the NBA. That's oh, all. Um, well, this is also releasing in two weeks, everyone. So just so you know, this none of this is going to be timely when this releases. Okay, so if we say rest in peace, Brad Stutz, we don't know if that's going to be Jesus. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know. It could be true. Anything could happen. There's a lot of time between now and then, all I'm saying. Listen, oh the, pimp, the big pivot lifestyle, a lot of things could happen in two weeks. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> uh, is anybody going to say this show can't come out? Can we, are we actually, are we recording still? <laughs> Brad being Brad. You know, actually, I work, I work, I work at a school, so I'm, so I'm not comfortable with this being released publicly. <laughs> oh, we can't do this again. Everyone has signed a waiver <laughs> that this can release. And no one's job search is going to stop me. It's everyone, we all have to sign things to say that this can happen. This is a real Chris Jericho move. If you tell me, <laughs> hey, just, hey, uh, Sam, is this part Jericho making it into the podcast? I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm now, just gonna no, say, you, next year, no, keep all of this. Keep all we, of this. This all has to be in it. It's like a start. Add, add 30 minutes of silence. And if you get past this, it's like the bonus track. 
Yeah, add 30 minutes of silence to this podcast, Sam. I was I was gonna make a chance to rap or acid rap reference, but then I realized that Sam wouldn't know what I was talking about, so I just shelved it. Uh, Sam's white. He listens to the chance to rapper. Come on. But not acid rap chance to rapper, though. Not, Sam, do you know who Chance the Rapper is? I know who Chance the Rapper is. Now, I have not yeah. listened to what you've said. Come on. You you know Coco Butter Kisses. You know what that's about, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> right, right, Sam? You know all about oh that. My God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> all right. We're Sam, closed. you should actually edit it where this is the beginning of the show. Sam, if, uh, Sam, if I pull up, if, if I send you the lyrics for Cocoa Butter Kisses, would you like read it at the start of tomorrow? <laughs> yes, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, can I perform Damn. the entire Twista verse as a bonus track for show two? <laughs> uh, can I do the Absol verse from uh, Smoke again? Let's go. Now we're talking. <laughs> I'm just gonna do um, the trumpets from Family Ties with my mouth. All right. Uh, okay. All right. You that, can, we can all. I love how killed it. This is the official end of the podcast. All right. I'm going to hit stop recording. Hey, Sam, you want to do plugs?